Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GMCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side. Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Trying to dive, bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. Duvalo's in control. We open back up. Here comes Neil once again. He's going for the pass. Oh, bumping going on. here guys what is going on take two take two not much just uh finish the day of riding and come down and hang out with you guys hell yeah <laughs> Right. There we go. Yeah. There we go. That's better. Yeah, I'm uh, <clears throat> not sure if these special guests will come on, but if they do, it'll be a cool show. Yeah, it will be. So uh, let's get this show started. Let's thank our awesome sponsors. First and foremost, we got to thank Guts Racing. They have been in the business since 1985, making the top of the line seat foams, seat covers. Andy Gregg, those guys, mm -hmm. they make top-of-the-line stuff, man. They are awesome, and uh, we couldn't be more proud to have them on the show. We gave Thank a free you. one away, uh, a free Guts Racing seat cover away at the Mason-Dixon race. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be giving away a couple prizes this week, too. It's going to be big ones, prizes, big right? Prizes, big prizes. Two big prizes, yeah. So we also got to thank uh, Seal Savers. They have been in the business for 21 years, making the top-of-the-line fork protection, coil protection uh, for your dirt bike, your ATV, your UTV, your... Um, mountain bike truck your got you covered Brandon you use them every single weekend when I you go racing yep. uh, I use them whenever I decide to ride every once in a while and uh, they're top of the line stuff yes. guys uh, we also got to thank Sunstar chain and sprockets those guys over there make the best chain and sprocket kits and what are they made out of brandon case hard and steel baby that's right they are made of the best products and uh uh you guys can rest assured when you got sunstar chain yeah. and sprockets on your side so yeah, yeah. uh make sure you guys use the discount code splitline 30 to save 30 percent at sunstar chain and sprockets mm -hmm. um then we also got to thank xc gear xc gear lance over there cool dude yep. what do you know about him what do you know about him, Lane? <laughs> oh, I know lots about Lance, but no, he's a super good guy. He's helped me uh, since day one. I've been over here since 2018 when I came to America, so he's uh, been a big part of uh, helping me. That's uh, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. They make Mako 360. They also make the Hammerhead 360 for your uh, mountain bike. Mm -hmm. We will be giving away a Mako 360 for wow. – either your dirt bike or your ATV mm -hmm. this weekend to a random user of our fantasy game. If yep. you've not played before, all you got to do is send us your team. Uh, we post the, the, um, the handicaps on our Facebook and Instagram every week, every round. So 
just look at that. It says how you how do you play the game, and uh, just uh, send us your team yep. and uh, play the game. It'll be fun. We're also going to be giving away a Sunstar Chainus Brocket kit to the winner of the round uh, uh, snowshoe the round. Overall. The overall winner? Yes, overall okay. winner. So uh, it's going to be uh, a good week for the fantasy game for sure. Liam's uh, usually on my fantasy team, so. Liam's yeah. been on my fantasy team a lot lately, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. He kind of kind of messed me up at hot point. I don't know. <laughs> I mean. I'm sure I messed a lot. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure whenever whenever uh, he broke down, that was the first thing he thought about. He was like, man, Brandon's fantasy team. That's, I messed yeah, it up. I mean, you know. I walked in. I was like, man, I don't know about now, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Some grudges going on so, over here. And then once you get all that stuff on your bike, make sure you go check out Mountain State Hair Scrambles. They also sponsor this, the show. Uh, top of the line series. Uh, Liam, you've raced the series before. Uh, they're, no, they're good. They're uh, they're fun. I like to do as many locals as I can, and uh, Mountain States is one of them. Yeah, yep. uh, technical, technical terrain, as we always say. Uh, they don't make winners, but they build them. Yep. So I think they should just be they build champions. I like that slogan build a lot champions. better. Build champions. <laughs> well, Brandon, we, you can talk to them I'll about talk to, I'll champions. talk to Richie. And while you're at the races there, you can get one of our new split line shirts. It's this one right here. Uh, they are carrying them in the merchandise booth. So, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Yeah. Gonna let's, be fun. let's get in the show. Let's get in the show. Brandon's running a little bit late. I am. Nephew, What's going on? Family family needed help, so I had to help family. Yeah. I figured you guys could wait like 15 minutes. You know? we, we, we did. We, we waited for you. We waited for you. <laughs> and you still wasn't ready. You know, retake well, the we show were, and we everything. We were kind of ready. We Jeez. were kind of ready. There's no point in letting me try and figure it out. <laughs> nice, calm, cool, and collected over there. He's yeah. like, eh, going to flow. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, man, Liam, uh, how's it been going lately? You've been like really on a tear lately been riding really well yeah i mean since uh the hooser gncc in indiana it's been uh it's been good for me i got a podium there and then went to the next sprint and rode good another podium and then the john penton was was a good race for me really good race actually i uh should have had the whole shot but a rookie move and grabbed a whole lot of front brake <laughs> after going being told by multiple people it was slick around the first turn <laughs> i decided uh to go down i said to my mechanic before the start grab an extra pair of gloves in case i get these ones dirty well <laughs> i did it on the first turn and slid down in the first turn and then called my way back to a podium there and then uh yeah the last gncc to lead 80 90 percent of the race and uh have some mechanical sit you out of the race is is a bummer about my ridings there so that's yeah that's yeah that yeah. was that was the good thing and we you know like, like i was telling you we weren't able to stay for the whole race uh at the mason dixon but uh when i left i was watching the live feed and i was just like gutted i was like yeah. man that sucks to see him go out yeah um it, it, it just the last minute when he was he was running so well so um mm -hmm. uh looking forward to snowshoe right yeah snowshoe uh i'm definitely looking forward to it i actually got my first ever xc2 podium there so oh, yeah. nice time to get an xc2 win heck there yeah man there we go heck hold yeah. that mic up a little bit close to you there yeah you that's, go. that's yeah. good that's good i told him to order the boom but he didn't do it uh, <laughs> i mean we had other stuff to order which we'll talk about which we're talking about yeah we'll talk about that hopefully it comes in in time i'm hoping <laughs> if we talk about it it's got to come in yeah let's talk about it all right we'll talk about it so <laughs> so brandon and i wanted to, wanted to make a way that we could kind of like do something for snowshoe something right. fun so uh we thought of a um a towel Mm -hmm. That is going to have our logo on it, and it's going to say flea rag on it. Yep. So make sure if you see us, you hit us up because we're going to be giving those away at They're Snowshoe. They're limited to supply. 
We have 200 of them. We're going to be giving them away. Just We're going to be giving them away. That's a whole Howard's Hole filled. Yeah. That's right. We're going yeah. to be si – yeah, that's like – That's the plan. That's the plan. The whole Howard's Hole just waving the towels. Yeah. We have a person that we're going to be send sending them down to the heart of Howard's Hole with. Right. We might have him coming on the show yeah. here in a little bit to talk mm -hmm. about it. Uh, you guys might recognize him by the sign he holds <laughs> um, every once in a while at the races. <laughs> but, uh, no, we thought it would be cool to, uh, to, to do something for yeah. GNCC Nation and, and – uh, have fun with yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know how the Pittsburgh Steelers have their terrible towel? Yeah. Yeah. We're just, we're going to have our uh, flea rag. Flea yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mud fleas, flea rag. Real quick. You know. Plenty of mud fleas. <laughs> Plenty of mud fleas. I don't think we have enough towels for, for all, all the of mud them. Fleas, no. Yeah. No. no. That would cost us a lot of money. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that, that there might be some flea rags, um, picked up after the uh after the uh the yeah. track crew comes through so Sorry if you see those if, if, if you're a track crew and you see those like just wash them off and send them back to us right we should put our address on there <laughs> <laughs> just re-give them away right right <laughs> i'll leave them there till next year that's right yeah, exactly yeah. exactly so did either one of you guys watch uh some high point action this weekend yep i did yep yeah i did i was uh i was at a sprinting door actually but we managed to we finished just in time for Catch the, first the photo, so we sat in my camper and a few of us watched it. It was good. Dude, dude it's some pretty good racing. Very pretty impressive good from uh, Chase Sexton to pull 18 seconds out front. Yeah. Ones. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, that, it, that was impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. And then the Lawrence battle. Oh, yeah. You can't get, cool. oh man. Yeah. That was cool. Very I, good. Do you think, uh, this is real quick, we won't get on too much. I know we were busy, but do you think Jet was kind of laying back a little bit at first? I think in Moto Two, I think so. When mm -hmm. when Cooper passed him, he knew Cooper was going faster and figured the track out. And yeah, figured I, the fast lines. I, th I think it was like, oh shoot, like I got to get going now. Like I think he was gonna let like Big Bro take the take the win and get his first overall. I think I think so. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think. But uh, I think you're wrong. Hunter, I don't yeah. think he'd ever lay back. <laughs> I think he would. Come on. Listen, he's already won four in a row. Like, oh, okay. He just, okay just, you've won enough, Hunter right? Just, Hunter just signed his big contract. Liam, then, no chance he lays back. No. Right? No. Not if it's I mean, your he brother. Doesn't, he doesn't take him out. I'm sure he's record. I think it's uh, seven in a row. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe, it? maybe it was a record. Yeah, I've seen something. The, by chance, did you guys see he was a, not vital? I can't remember if it was vital, but now there's rumor talking about Jet going. Oh, oh J-Law, too, with the yeah. gas gas. Yeah, I saw that. that. And then now they're saying Jet maybe to 450 for 23, Hunter, and then bringing up that. the Hamas. Saw for, that. Um, so. Did you see the Gypsy Tales uh, show where they had uh, um, oh the Flying Dutchman? No, I didn't see that. On, he went, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. He, <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Uh-huh. There's yeah. no way that he that he and uh, Eli Tomac get on a track by themselves. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay, I got you. Yeah. No. No. He, he wanted to challenge him to that. Maybe it was because like he knew that that actually would never happen. Maybe after they both retired, there's a lot of money. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> money like talks. A, money like talks, a, that's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So, um... Let's talk about snowshoe. Yeah. It is going to be a awesome weekend. I feel like it's going to be crazy this year already. Like I feel like I don't know if there's just more noise going around, but I feel like it's already it's just already building. Like there's so much excitement going on. Like was if, was I hearing maybe an eight o'clock in the morning volleyball game in Howard's Hole? Yes. Is someone else here, maybe? <laughs> That's the, there is going to be a volleyball game going on at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> on Saturday. On at Saturday Howard's at Howard's Hole. At Howard's Hole. Are, wow. the, are, the, are the lifts even open at that point? I'm not sure. Not sure. 
Isaiah White, we got t-shirts for you. Just message us, and uh, Mr. Brandon will send yep. you one, along with some stickers as well. Yep. And then uh, Liam, uh, uh, Justin Groff wanted to let you know that he won't pick you in fan fantasy, so that way you finish. <laughs> he has not had the... <laughs> Like we we're kind of worried about anybody that he picks oh, lately. Really? It's yeah. not been the best yeah. for these guys. You can blame it on him. Yeah, you All can right. blame it on him. So he said he won't pick you this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so we'll go with that. Um, let's talk real quick. Um, I'm going. I want to make a poll real quick. Okay, you we're, do that. I'll make the poll. Because you got all the pictures. And, That's right. Yeah. So we're going. To, I want to know what row you guys as listeners think that the win is going to come from on the ATVs. And the dirt bikes this weekend. Mm -hmm. Do you have any predictions here first before I make this poll and see Man, what the? See it's going to be tough. The ATVs <laughs> uh, is going to be really tough because I mean it's hard to count out right now. Obviously Walker Fowler because he's, you know what six times five time five time is. He wins this time with six, I think. So it's hard. It's hard to say, count him out. But man, like Jay Shad on the second row with mm -hmm. that time adjustment. Oh wow, really? Yeah. So with that time adjustment, and it's only ten seconds, right? It's ten. Oh, yeah, it's ten seconds, but. He's been leading almost the overall on a regular race going into lap one without a time adjustment. So, very possible from XC2. Um, has it ever been done in ATVs? What, XC2 what, guy Walker, Walker has done it. Walker's oh, okay. done it. Yeah. And I think he did it when he was an XC2 rider. I'm pretty sure as he well. is, yeah. So, he's definitely done it. So, um, so um, Yeah, then we talked about the bikes that someone's done it from the bikes too, right? Yes. Yeah. Someone's done it from the bikes. Um did Ricky do it from the – was Ricky on row one or two when he when he won? In 2017? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I would say he's in row one. I would say row one, right? I'm not sure. Because that was – I wasn't here then. <laughs> he's like, I wasn't here yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so what do we what, – what this row five, I hear a lot of rumors about this row five. So mm -hmm. we on are – On the bike side? On the bike side. We've, he's already kind of broken – are oh, we allowed okay. to break that news or no? Uh, I don't know. No. no. We're I, not I, just hear, I just hear KR and Stu, right? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. And Johnny. And Johnny. Johnny Gerrard's okay. back. Okay, Johnny's back. And maybe Zacco. Uh, see, I was hearing about Zacco. I wasn't sure yeah. about Zach. I don't know if the Zacco thing's true or not. Right. Which, you know, I mean – I know Stu and Johnny are true. And, well, Zach said he's been wanting to come out to couple if you listen to him. There's all this, you know, all the stuff he does. But, um, man, that would be a crazy row five. Yeah. Crazy Especially because they're going to be right behind me. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, that might actually help you though, right? I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, let me ask you that because you're used to catching up to guys to, 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 to kind of link up with them and run to the front. I guess, would that be different for you? Like if somebody's behind you, that could could almost be pushing you like they're only going to be what 10 seconds back to start with yeah i think i'm liking being on row four especially mm -hmm. 20 seconds is the front is going to be the first xe2 guy so right on row row two so sprint and catch him and ride with him right well i mean you get what a 30 second well see if you're in four race overall, the overall yeah you yeah, get 30. 30 second yeah yeah so i mean you get a little, little wiggle room but there if but if Stu catches me or johnny <laughs> catches me i'll just hook a strap right yeah that's that's the plan uh <clears throat> man that, that's crazy so you should do a poll percentage um who thinks caleb russell has it in him to do the whole overall who, who if he actually gets a win percentage of caleb russell does he still have it i mean he still <laughs> has it he proved it he proved it that this weekend right well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, he did pretty well there. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. We'll that, have to see. And if those that races happens. are gnarly, right? Yeah, yeah, super gnarly. Super, yeah. yeah, that's what I figured. Out. I think Caleb made it to checkpoint nineteen. 
Yeah. yeah. And there's 23 or 24 of them. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it's wild. It's <laughs> wild. So, uh, the guys, the poll was up <clears throat> on Instagram. So, if you have to leave the broadcast and then come back <laughs> to to, <laughs> to, uh, to vote, um, and you can vote on both polls, the ATV, what row is going to take the win, and the uh, bike, what row is going to take the win. So, yeah. make sure you guys go vote on that, and we'll talk about it throughout the show. Uh, but we need to get Stu on. Yeah. Uh, Liam. You had you made a post earlier today and had a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, and it, like you asked for questions for Stu, and he showed me the list. Is there a bunch? There is a <laughs> crap ton of questions. So Dude, uh, I can sit back and just listen, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we got. Oh boy. Look yeah. at all those questions. Oh boy. Nice. How many questions can we not ask on the show? <laughs> How many questions do we have to go in after dark mode to ask? No, we can ask 90% of them. 90% it's of like, them? Okay, yeah. that's it's good. It's like kids' earmuffs. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So let's go ahead and get Stu on the phone, and uh, we'll talk to him, and then we'll, uh, we'll see what he has to say about uh, Snowshoe and, right. and then these questions that, that we have here. <laughs> oh. Hey, Stu. Hey, hey, it's Cooper and Brandon from the uh, Splitline Show, and then there's another guy here that I think you might know, uh, Liam. Ah, <laughs> uh, the sheep she, sure. <laughs> Yes, yes, he comes is right, here. Comes right out with it. That in would be studio. me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> How's it going, man? Uh, how you been? Uh, I saw you race this past weekend, and uh, 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 how you feeling? Feel all right. Um, just wanted to see how more than just doing short motos felt and um didn't really fade or anything just had a had a lot of dust to deal with this weekend but um you know physically physically i feel i feel like i could still definitely podium a gncc and um you know there's some little things that i need to work on for sure but uh overall i don't i don't think that i don't think i should have any issues um moving forward it's just Hopefully, I can keep my tires on the ground and keep my head off of it. No, man, it's <laughs> like we're pumped to be able to see you back um, <clears throat> at a GNCC. We knew when we talked to you the last time that you said that snowshoe was the goal. And then the whole face thing happened. We haven't talked to you since then. But, man, like we were like afraid that was going to be a major setback. But, like, it, I mean, I'm sure that it was It was in a <laughs> sense. But it's almost like it hasn't even hardly affected you, just judging from your Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I mean, it, it sucked to, to get back in the swing of things just to stop for another month, but um, it it wasn't near as, as bad as the neck, you know, as far as putting me down and out, and, um, you know, I feel like, I feel like it was, it, it was just a freak thing, and I was pretty, I was pretty flustered, just aggravated after it happened, but, um you know, both the crashes I've had are just freak things this year. Like, they're just, just kind of out of the blue. Nothing I could do is out of my control. And it is what it is. Um, so, snowshoe was the goal. Um, obviously, I wanted to come back and be competing for a win at snowshoe. Um, I think my sights have since changed. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to go and, and pull a consistent top five and know where I am moving end of the second half of the season and know what I've got to do for the for the remainder of the year but you know a big thing is is it's snowshoe and there are a lot of variables um so 
it it could it could play into my favor or, or it could work against me there's no telling but um being in a later row if everything works well it's something to where i i know that like no matter what i i i had i'm not going to nor have i lost any of my sprint speed and last year that was what what set me aside from the other riders um i was faster just with raw speed and i could use it at any point and i think that still i've got that that ability to push a little bit faster a little bit harder than anybody else probably not quite as long as i used to but if i can get up front early then um all i have to do is, is follow them so mm-hmm. you know it, it could be it could be something that that i work up to the front and just sit on the rear wheel of the leaders i don't have to make a pass i'm physically or i don't have to physically lead i'm i'm leading by time just but you gotta get past me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i'm not too concerned about that <laughs> come on bud i don't know man he's been riding pretty good he's been riding pretty good yeah, he'll see me at Howard's Hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll probably I'll be in the him, fans grabbing one of your fleet towels. Oh, nice. Howard's Hole is, is two miles in. I will stop on my way down the hill as the spectator hands me a beer, and I will ride by one-handed and pass it off to you, Sheepy. <laughs> All right, bud. Let's see it. <laughs> now, listen, he can't hit Howard's Hole too fast because that Yamaha will just suck that water right up in the right. box. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Iron Man proves that. Uh, it looks really dry. Like I saw Bolton posted something earlier, and I think it's going to be an abnormally dry snowshoe. So it's. I'd expect that the sco- the ski slopes are going to be pretty pretty scary, pretty fast and dusty, and um, the the low lying sections that usually call cause a little bit more chaos are probably not going to be that challenging this year. So the separations probably aren't going to be as much um, mm-hmm. as as they are normally, and I, I doubt it's quite as physically demanding. I've I've ridden it before on a drier year, and that seems to be the takeaway. Like it's not quite as gnarly. Like last year, obviously it wasn't raining during the race like the year prior, but um, I guess two years prior, the year prior we didn't race because of the liberals on the mountain. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was still really a demanding track last year there's so much water coming off the mountain and this year if that mud straight away where he posted i know that section of track and normally that whole section is just a mud hole so yeah if it's not wet i'd expect the whole track to be fairly fairly dry and a little less challenging which is probably going to suit me a little bit better being a little out of shape yeah well if it's anything like like where we're at in west virginia if this was a month ago you it might be like really muddy Bad. but as of right, right now. now dude it's bone dry 90 so. chance tomorrow 90 percent chance of rain tomorrow in yeah. the morning let's just hope turn one's dry for sake <laughs> <laughs> yeah didn't he crash didn't yeah. you crash on yeah you did crash didn't you on the uh-huh. yeah i got i got a little amped up i was i was talking shit to caleb and, <laughs> um told him i was going to pull another hole shot and it just it, it went south quick I, I i'm usually always the first one to that turn um what happens next is is out of my control sometimes okay so i have a question we had we had we heard people say that you did that on purpose but i had a hard time believing that you laid it down in the first turn on purpose so that definitely wasn't on purpose right <laughs> no definitely not and what's weird is like i had already crested the apex of the corner when my front end pushed like it it 
I mean, I wasn't expecting it at all. Like I had already, <laughs> I had gotten through like the hard aggressive braking in the first third of the turn, which is usually where if you're going to push, that's where the, the knobs are going to roll and you're going to push. But, um, mine started pushing later. So I don't know if there, I hit like a little bit of loose rock or something, but no, I laid it down and then, you know, I obviously got back and rebounded really quick and got back up to the lead and started putting a gap on the guys and such snowshoes just always kind of been a tough one for me. Like I I've never won there. It's always been really close. I mean, back to 2010 or 11, like XC two days, I've almost overall that race, but it, it was so many times of almost. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and last year, same thing, no different. I was, Halfway through the halfway through the race, I started putting a gap on the guys, tangled with a lapper, got back up, and then weeded going down the ski slope, and um, and just threw it away again. And it seems to be seems to be my my one race that I I I've been so close so many times. But um, hopefully, we can change that this year. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you like the the um... Do you like the format of, of the the added time adjustments and everything? I'm sure this year you definitely like it, uh, uh, being that you're on row five. But uh, in a normal scenario, like like, do, do you like this type of uh, format? Um, it's it's tough to say. Like, I I do enjoy it, um, but it's it's definitely different. Like, I I also like racing you know, racing my competition and, mm-hmm. um, it's, that's what kind of sets GNCC aside uh, or apart from the rest is it's a three hour, the three hour race. And there's a lot of different races that break out throughout the day. Um, and it's not, you know, one moto, it's, it's not like everybody's just sprinting from start to finish. Um, you kind of get up there the first lap and everybody feels each other out, sees who's fast and who's not see if somebody can break away you settle into a, a group and then you start riding and then um you you kind of know where you belong and who you belong with on the track on any given day and then our mid-race right around the pit lap we start pushing again and then we we kind of relax the lap after the pits and then those last two laps it's all out and and when you're you know all on the same line you can judge where you are and who you're with if you're if you're racing blind it does make it more challenging but i i race national enduro so for me like i race blind regularly it's not a it's not an issue um but i do know that it's an advantage being behind um and this you know in this style of format most of the time at least it, it, yeah. if you're if you're a little bit behind if it's you know 10 seconds obviously obviously there's different scenarios if it's really dusty Whoever gets the whole shot and gets that dust first is going to be have an advantage, and that mm-hmm. dust is going to linger for the rest of us um, on the later rows. But if you get to a challenging section, you can see the 15, 20 guys in front of you, and like Howard's Hole, in one spot you can stand or you can be riding and see see section see a section or a helmet 20 seconds ahead of you, so you can point and shoot really easily. And it's little markers like you'll see guys that are hung up on that first lap at at, in the rock gardens and you know okay that's obviously not a good line um you're you're getting to see a little bit more there but um there's 
there's good and bad to it. I mean, obviously, with it being dry, it could be where that front row is where you want to be. Somebody can drop the hammer right off the bat and get out in the dust, and I'd imagine that that'll be at Ashburn. Like, if I had to put ball on it, I would say that Ashburn's going to try to get up front and push it early. Yeah. yeah, right now we're running a poll on Instagram, uh, and we're saying we're wondering who, what row does everybody think the wind's going to come from? And right now, forty three percent of people are saying row five. So <laughs> row four looks sad. <laughs> row four looks sad. Fourteen percent. Yeah, row four does look does look sad. Uh, but <laughs> Lee, Liam's all disappoint, disappointed yeah, right now. Yeah. He's like, man, row four. Hey, yeah. love. Are we running both sides of the hill? Are we yeah. all, all right, okay. Cause yeah, I, I know because you guys get you guys get the pit on either side of the hill, right? Uh, we can, um, but usually if it works out right, everybody pits on on the pit side. But last year everybody was on the pit side, so this year it could be a little bit different to where everybody pits on the on the finish side. Um, it, it just depends on times. Like if it's going to be a, a seven lap race, which is technically three and a half laps, or an eight lap race or six lap race mm-hmm. um and and kind of depends on where the pits fall every every year it's a little bit different here um but i would say most likely most likely everybody i think everybody this year will probably pit on the finish line side um if i had to guess okay yeah i was i was curious about that because um I know, I know it's been a, a yeah, it's it, been like it's a, like a, a strategy. Yeah, it's yeah a for strategy. sure, okay. for sure. I know that that uh, that section right before the finish line, or no, 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 I'm sorry, right before the pits. Yeah. Uh, last year was a rough one, right? We got a good video of you and Ben Kelly coming up through there. Um, it was wild for the ATVs as well. Uh, that section I heard from a lot of people was almost worse than Howard's Hole itself. I think it was. That just was the, of the that was the worst section mm-hmm. of the whole track. Um, it was it was by far the most technical section of the entire track. And, I think that, that that section was where the race was won and lost last year. Um, the lap after me and Ben kind of smashed into each other there, I got hung up. Um, I actually got hung up on either side of it, going into the pits and coming out of the pits, and it gave him a slight advantage. It was just one lapper between us, and, and it gave him a five, six-second gap, and then I pushed a little bit too aggressively coming back out of the pits and, and made another possible mistake. He got that 25 seconds, and um that section through there is just it's all it, it, it's it's all one line whether you're on an ATV or, or a motorcycle like there is no second line through there so um my line my option was i was actually aiming at the crowd but everybody just stood there so then i dropped back into the track <laughs> drop off of him but um yeah no that was that was by far i would say the most the the, the toughest part of the track and you know, for multiple reasons, the crowd was too close for us to explore, which is what we normally do. You know, in a gnarly situation, like if, if somebody's hung up, we'll find a line quick, and it'll it'll almost appear as if we've walked it or ridden it before. And usually, it's just reading trail quickly and making making that last second decision. But um, on top of that, it was a little slicker than normal, and it's just down to straight rock right there. So it got it got very gnarly, and that was. I like said a deciding factor I think in a lot of a lot of racing last year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I know this is this race has ended up being um, 
I don't know. It, it, it almost seemed like the or it almost seemed like the GNCC series um, from the pro row perspective was kind of getting stale, and then an almost like like now like this this is a really anticipated race. So it's really mm -hmm. cool to uh, be able to get up there and watch you guys battle and uh, really not know who's going to take the win at all. So it should be a fun weekend for sure. Uh, but. Uh, uh, I want to talk about uh, your relationship with this guy to us on the, on the right. Now, when we had him on the podcast the first time, uh, what was it, about a month or so ago, Brandon? Yeah, something like that. He was telling us that you found him in the woods at some point <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, adopted him pretty much, right? Is that, is that how the yeah, story was, went? found me in Georgia woods. Yeah. It was literally something like that. I, <laughs> I, I ran into him at a, at a local track and then um, – he was up he was up riding we had a group of guys testing um i want to say this was back when andrew long was staying here and nick davis on the gas gas yeah I, I hardly had a track out there but we were just testing out there and trying to get as many people to ride and we needed some really like gncc lines like fucked up sea rider lines so, <laughs> uh, so they found me like, yeah, found one you. of the yeah. guys one of the guys called liam and he showed up and that was what we needed we needed some squirrel lines and 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 that's what he provided so that way we could get our testing you know right. accurately helped him out and um <laughs> and that night he was he was just talking about oh well i i'm gonna i'm gonna stay and ride tomorrow and it was getting down to like 17 degrees like it, it was it was so cold the ground was freezing which we normally never have here in south carolina but it was so cold the ground was freezing every night we were Redozing a track and waiting for it to fall out, which is actually the absolute best time to ride, but not the best time to sleep in a van. So I asked him. I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't see a, a an AC unit or an AC heat pump on the on the roof. Have you got heat or anything?" And he goes, "No, no. My dad came over and we 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 framed up a bed in here, and and at this point it was it was more like." marshmallows on the, on the roof of his mouth like you could hardly understand him he'd say yeah. a lot it, it was like he, his accent was thick so um it was it was so cold i was like just stay at the house like don't worry about it and he gets down and he's like ah this is actually nice i've been sleeping either in this or at the kr4 trailer every day and it's been it's been cold it's been real cold. I'm like, yeah, it's, it, it has been abnormally cold. What do you mean? You've been sleeping outside in your van this whole time. I thought you were just going to stay in it tonight since you wanted to stay at the track. And he goes, oh, no, I've been staying in it for a while. It's, you know, it's Two been months. in the 20s. And I'm like, it's your fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> track the house. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of you. So we took him in for a while. And um, I think uh, got him to cut loose for the first few times i i remember the first time i took him out um we were <laughs> we were at a gun show in columbia and uh i had some buddies with a booth set up down there and we ended up deciding that we wanted to go out to the bar afterwards and he said that he he didn't want to drink and well i did what i did and <laughs> i into drinking um, this was also this was also right after I lost my tooth from big thought with that. So I've, I've got a I've got a temporary tooth in. Um, we go out to we go out to the bar in the middle of the in the middle of the dance floor. My teeth fell fell out. <laughs> I just paid a lot of money for these teeth. So we stop. I'm crawling around on the floor. The bouncers think that I'm 
absolutely out of my mind on something. And I'm like, no, man, my tooth, it's, it's on the ground. So they clear the whole dance floor. Liam's filming it, and he's laughing his ass off, sending it back to all of his other sheep-screwing buddies. Back <laughs> and, uh, and and he was he, he was dying laughing. Well, we walk out of the restaurant, and Liam, back before back before Nikki was a thing, would, would hit on anything. Like... <laughs> I, I would I would say maybe even guys included. But oh, a couple girls come, a couple of girls come walking by and 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 I think him and uh, was it Colin Keegan or something? Who who else is with? I, I think it was I Colin. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else starts starts trying to talk to these women and well, their men came up and they wanted to start shit and I ended up popping one in his mouth in the mouth. <laughs> I was standing up on the curb on the edge of the road when I hit him, and I, when I took a step forward, I, I took him down and also fell down with him. So here I am, laid, laid, laid myself out on the street, got this guy laid on his back, and I turn around and Liam's done dipped out. <laughs> Yawn. But you the, missed the part where you found your tooth on the dance floor and put it straight oh, yeah. back in. The bouncer, <laughs> yeah, the bouncer cleared the... <laughs> it's laying on I the floor with like dude. 50 people in there 50 to 100 people in there and he puts it straight back in his mouth right back in yeah <laughs> wait no yeah, no going to the bathroom no washing oh, it off no. nothing nothing no 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 <laughs> i drank enough alcohol i was gonna say i was yeah. gonna say the patron yeah. you know patron cleans it right off you know? <laughs> yeah. so yeah so i i'm I, i've got I'm looking around and the and the cops are running at us down the street. So I'm calling ass to the Uber. My wife's yelling at me because she didn't want me to fight. But then if I didn't deck that mouth that, that guy in the mouth, I probably would have gotten called a pussy. So it's like you're damned if you do, damn if you don't in that situation. So we roll out. We're we're all we all pile in the Uber and I give the guy twenty and I said, let's go, 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 like get out of here i'm, I'm in shock back. like who am i hanging and out with <laughs> what am i got myself into <laughs> yeah it was it was uh it was a wild night so about 4 a.m rolls around and and liam goes is this just is this like normal <laughs> gncc guys do this and i was like nah gncc guys definitely don't do this but i do <laughs> <laughs> he goes he goes, this is fucking nuts. It was. Nuts. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. You got. I guess you got to take your body to the most extreme limits, right? Right, right Liam. Yeah. It was. I don't know what I got myself yeah, into. Yeah. Oh, and I, I introduced him to Waffle House, 4 a.m. Waffle House. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. that's the only time that's to go, right? Stuff, right. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I don't think I've ever eaten there sober, so I couldn't tell you if it's actually good or not. It's not. Right. It's not. It's way better than you. It hits the spot at four in the morning. <laughs> Nothing yeah. compares. Oh, <laughs> he took me in straight to the but yeah, that's town. The, that's the story of Liam. And then after that night, he was hooked. He was about it. <laughs> Didn't leave his house for two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. I, I can only imagine what those two years brought. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of bow fishing going on in those two years, Liam. Tell you yeah, what, man. a lot of bow fishing. He's, oh. Stu's been yeah. busy with the bow fishing lately. We <laughs> used to take tell. Uh, tell Stu's wife that we were going bow fishing and we'd dress up in camo have the bow fishing boat hooked to a truck and we'd end up going out so we'd pull the bow fishing boat out and then back it in the garage and get in another truck and have another pair of clothes <laughs> in that truck get changed real quick and drive out and she think we'd be bow fishing <laughs> Stu I want to apologize if this is incriminating evidence 
Oh, it's she knows thing. now. Oh, she knows now. <laughs> yeah, she found out. We're yeah. good. Oh, she found out. Nobody listens anyway. So, so that's why. Good. That's why Liam had to move fake, out. The fake bow fishing trip. Yeah. <laughs> no, the problem is we can't take her to those places. She spends too much money. Mm. So oh, I see. It's, it's, yeah. It's not that I wouldn't. It's not that I wouldn't take her. It was, it was that, that I, I couldn't afford. To couldn't her. afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, no, that's good. That's good. I I I really enjoy the. Uh, the the looking for the tooth I'm, I'm sure i can just picture that that's a good story there <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was a little bit out there i mean you know some of the stuff sometimes i listen to the stories that i've been a part of and and i'm like man i i if i heard this i genuinely wouldn't believe it like there's some shit that we've done that that, that that's honestly unbelievable some of it is probably very illegal actually i know for a fact a lot of very illegal as well so <laughs> We can't go into too much depth, Liam. Um, right, yeah. But yeah, there's there there's been there's been a lot of I, I'm I'm glad I'm older now. <laughs> I'm glad. Actually, I'm glad have you slowed that. down or stopped doing this it, stuff? No, no, no. I just got smarter. Oh. I mean, I still do it. I just do it smarter. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's no uh, no crazy stories from Snowshoe though, right? Like that's a pretty straight, straight cut, straightforward place. I got a Snowshoe. <laughs> I think it was 2018. I was in bed, like, and this is when I was living with Stu. I was in his bumper pool in the back bed asleep, and the door opens, and I look at my watch, and it's 3.40 in the morning, Saturday morning, like Sunday, going into the race. <laughs> and Stu comes in. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I just got back. I've been out. <laughs> and he drinks this, like, sleep drink that's going to make him sleep. I'm like, he's like, drink some of this. You need to sleep. I'm like, I've got seven hours of sleep already. <laughs> and he's rolling in. <laughs> yeah. Stu's like, no comment. I'm not even commenting yeah. on that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I was on the podium the next day, too. I mean, the program speaks for itself, right, Liam? It works. Works for, for Stu. For Stu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's used to it, man. He's just, you can ask my mechanic. There's been, there's, been two, there's been two races this year that I, that I didn't drink a drop prior Hmm. Really? Did you only race two this yep. year? <laughs> the, there's I've been a few. Raced, I've only raced four races. I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> um, and and currently we have a hundred percent failure rate on the the races where I I said you know I'm gonna be very serious coming into this and um, I'm not gonna drink anything like Missouri man I was absolutely crushing it like. I felt so good on the bike and everything was working. I was like, you know, I'm not going to drink again until I went again. And, um, yeah, went into there and crushed my face. Big buck. I, I, I didn't drink. Now I caught up for it at big buck two with karaoke, but <laughs> big buck one, I, I didn't drink. I remember standing in the back of the crowd and, um, and, and held my beer until it got warm just to, just to look like I was drinking. But I, I didn't drink any before big buck. I was, I was treating it real serious and, well, you see where that got me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that was one of the uh, questions on uh, Instagram. Has Stu ever raced a GNCC hungover? <laughs> Has Stu no, ever? I, I don't necessarily. I wouldn't say I was hungover. Um, I was. I was just just right. I, I, I guess it depends <laughs> your tolerance, right? <laughs> like what you call hungover. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, I I'm older now, so. So the hangovers definitely have called up. That was that was a big part of why I did not want to drink before the races. Like, 
But I, I'm not saying I go out and get plastered drunk before a race, but I definitely drink a couple beers the night before, and I seem to ride better. So yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to change the program. I've, I've tried. It doesn't work. Like, it's it's kind of unfair to you guys because, like, Saturday night, like, everybody's having a good time. Yeah. And, and you have to watch everybody have a good See, time. See, that's like, where we got to go. That's where we got to – I mean, Stu, last time he was on the show, we got to go on board with the uh, – all, all the pro races on Saturday. Sorry. Yeah. I, li- I <laughs> yeah. like that plan. Because Howard's Hole has, like, half the amount of people. Oh, and I they know. have no motivation at all. <laughs> they even <None>. you. <laughs> I mean – They're dead. <laughs> It's half the people down there. Yeah, those, yeah. those guys. Those guys had a rough day the day before, though. Yeah, they did. <laughs> oh but yeah. Last year, I I watched I watched these two guys dragging their old lady. I, I don't know. I mean, you guys are from West Virginia. So they were probably <laughs> brothers, sisters. <laughs> um, but they uh, they're dragging her back up the side of the mountain by her ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Her shirt, her shirt has rolled all the way up her back, and they're just running, dragging her across the rocks. Like, oh my God! And 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 I, I like, I looked at them, I laughed, and I said, "What the hell are you guys doing?" And they said, "Well, hell, if we leave her down here, she's gonna be mad at me. <laughs> if I take her back, she's a little bruised up. I'll just tell her she fell. She'll probably still be mad at me." I was like, "All right, well, whatever, y'all do you." <laughs> But man, there's some there's some stuff back down there in Howard Hole. I wish that I didn't have to pedal. I wish I could sit there and just just people watch all day. Oh, that is, it's uh, the it's the perfect people watching place, especially if you could get on one of those racer uh, racer TV platforms and just park a chair there. That'd be that'd be <laughs> ideal. Yeah, dude, I might bring a climber if I can ever get to it. Like maybe if I decide not to race this weekend. Um, I'll just bring a deer climber. There we go. Climb up, pop up in one of them trees and look down from above. Like, I don't think it could get much better. No, right? no. Yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty perfect. And, and this year we, we have rumors. We have reason to believe that they're going to be there at 8 a.m. playing beach volleyball. So really? Yeah. 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 You know, the, have you seen the guy walking around the, uh, walking around the pits with the, uh, free Howard's hole sign? I have. It came from him, so I'm pretty sure it's a good source. <laughs> well, 8 a.m., you say. That's what they said. Yeah, he said 8 a.m. On Saturday? He said, he, on, Saturday. Saturday. on Saturday. Saturday. He told us to spread the news. Wow. Hey, so, Liam, what time do you want to start pedaling the track on Saturday? <laughs> 7.45. <laughs> Sounds good. I could, I could see uh, Stu showing up in a Speedo ready to play some beach volleyball for the There, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of speedo, (laughs) that that slip and slide looks legit that we saw on Instagram today. It was honestly a a terrible idea. (laughs) Does not look smooth. Mm, It's it's a little choppy, but um, I I greened it out, and then I should have just put the tarp down. But then I we've got a bunch of turf from a football field, so we put it down, which that stuff weighs so much that you can't readjust it once you play it out like not physically but and we could have if we would have taken our time but then we were like oh let's go ahead and put the tarp down or put the plastic down and throw some water to it and see how it goes and at that point it was just too late so um it's probably not changing it's going to stay the same for the verb day and it'll be a nice rough ride down to cool off in between motos but I got I think I'm gonna have to adjust my drop in and make the drop in a little bit bigger to get some more steep, and maybe even a little bit, a little bit more lift to the ramp. Um, I think we want to be able to 
get some good air. We're gonna have to gonna have to adjust the pitch of that ramp. And, um, <laughs> you know, today was test day. So test day. We're still getting better. You have to sign a waiver release. To run this <laughs> well, they're already on, probably on a waiver release just to get into the facility, the right? Got to sign a different one. <laughs> yep, yep. You got to you got to sign to get in. So yeah, so you're good. You're good. That uh, the entry, the uh, that uh, platform entry looked. Look to me to be the you got to hit it perfect. <laughs> oh, the the water truck into the is that what it was? The water yeah. truck? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was the back of our water truck, which is 13 feet tall. Um, and it was backed up on the ramp. So, like, it the, the video really doesn't do justice to just how big everything is. But <laughs> the drop in ramp is also really steep. So, the one where Bubs jumped in, he if you jump one feet, one foot too far, you're landing at the bottom mm. versus the top. Mm -hmm. So he went straight to his jaw when he did it, but um, I jumped in from the top, and then obviously I, I had some other injuries there in Missouri, like my hand and my face, and stuff not quite completely healed. He told us he point. got older so and after smarter. I did it once, yeah. I was like, really stupid. I I should not do that anymore. Um, so I didn't do any more drop-ins from, from up high. It was, it was, I mean, obviously it was backed up to a dirt pile, so it wasn't 13 foot, but we were still jumping a good seven, eight oh, foot yeah. from yeah. platform down to the landing. <laughs> and yeah, it was honestly like somebody looked at one of, one of the parents of the kids there looked at me and they're like, I mean, I could see if the kids were doing this, but aren't you, aren't you getting a little old for this? <laughs> that is, that really honestly made me want to do it more, but, um, <laughs> it, it you know, now looking back, it's like, damn, I am getting a little bit old for this dumb shit, but <laughs> I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Just don't put hay bales at the bottom. Oh, What's that? okay. So, so Brandon just reminded me. He said, "Don't put hay bales at the bottom." See, Brandon and I went to high school together, and we had a party at my house yep. uh, when we were in high school, and we made a pool of water, and we used hay bales to make the pool of water. Well, the hay bales kept moving because we were hitting them so hard, so we just staked them down. And then about um, what a half an hour later, our buddy uh, snapped his leg on the, on the hay bale. Oh, just like right compound it. fracture. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was a good oh, one. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was a good one. It was a good one but, for sure. But very good. So, <laughs> hey, um, Liam's got a ton of questions to ask you, but but while he's looking them up, um, I wanted to know that uh, <clears throat> the, the slip and slide um, is going to be used in the event that you have coming up July 4th, or July 4th weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just put it up just for something for the kids to do and. And once the adults get drinking enough for them to do as well. Yeah, that uh, that event looks it like it sounds like a fun. It sounds like a pretty awesome yeah. uh, event that you're putting on there. So uh, uh, I'm excited to see the videos coming out of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it. I hope we have a turnout. Obviously, we were pretty late to the game on on getting everything posted and put up. So it's going to be tough to get people here. That's on the a fourth weekend, but um, I put together a really killer track. It's, it's a little bit a little bit more woods than moto i think it's like four minutes on the woods and three minutes on the moto side and um i i i know we can prep the moto side but the woods are probably going to be a little bit dry at least half of it i've got an extreme section with rock garden back in the back and i'm hoping to make it pretty pretty even you know for a, for a moto rider or an off-road guy yeah so it's two 30 minute motos isn't it is that how it goes yeah 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 i think it's gonna be a little more than a 30 minute motor though I think it's gonna be like. I can barely hear them in the back. I think it's gonna be more than a thirty-minute moto, isn't it, Stu? I can still barely hear Liam. Mm. That's weird. Steward. <laughs> Go ahead, Liam. Liam. Speak up. It's gonna be more than a thirty-minute moto, isn't it? 
it's going to be just over for the for the pro race. It's going to be just over thirty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you can you hear him well now? No, not really. Okay, We're Liam. Wh- speak very loud. While you're asking questions, uh, go ahead and use my mic then. So someone asked, "What's your uh, favorite GNCC win?" My favorite GNCC win. Yeah. Um, probably. I would have to say probably Florida, um, in 2018 or 19, whenever I had torn my ACL and uh, basically didn't didn't say anything about it, but um, definitely needed surgery and lined up anyway. Tried to do the best we could on the rehab and and absolutely mopped the field down there and um it was it was one of those where it's just like against all odds everything worked worked well and um got gas poured all over myself in the pit stop and bike shut off and had to race with with my balls on fire for the next hour and a half but um yeah it was just just one of those days where like everything was stacked against me but i still was able to come out on top dude that's the worst gas that happened my uh, wife was pitting me one time and the we had to walk one of those quick fill canes and it got stuck and she picked it up and it just went all over my all oh, dude I, Stu's had it a few times <laughs> oh, that that's killer man yeah that's killer it's awful it's awful <laughs> it's worse Absolutely i was hitting water holes as hard as i could just try to get splashed water up on me i'm like oh man yeah and yeah then, i've i've had it I've had it a few times. Last year in Ohio, we were running a different fuel than than I had been, I'd had poured on me prior, and um, and that one for me was way worse than anything else. It was uh, like normally you you get red and it burns. I mean, it burns like hell. But um, in Ohio last year, whatever fuel we were using, it actually blistered like. My entire legs and everything were blistered all to hell. Um, it was. It was pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah. They suck. Yeah, it sounds. It's that. That sounds rough. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's, and uh, what tire setup do you run for snowshoe and so, in general? My number one go-to tire setup is going to be a fifty-three Dunlop rear, and I always use the one tens over the 120s on the rear um i just feel like number one that the bib fills it up a little more i like i like i don't like to feel my tire roll um and then number two and the in the ruts i feel like a little bit narrower tire allows me to set into it just just a little bit better um and then on the front tire uh i used the, the dunlop 33 pretty much 90 percent of the time i would say i would say i run the 53 probably 60% of the time other other times I'll run um a, a 33 or a trials tire at some of the events but um majority is 53 on the rear and then probably 90% of the time I'm going to be on the 33 front the only times that I'll switch is if I go to a 53 front for a very very dry race but it has to be it has to be basically laid in concrete to to for me to want to switch that tire there you go yeah no that's similar to me too and then uh we'll do one last one how has fatherhood changed your outlook on racing um it it definitely makes you think a little bit differently you know during the week um quite a few things like i i 
I've got a, a set date in mind on like when I want to be retired now. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's more just, just not wanting to take the same risks that you have to do to win a race. And, you know, at the same time, it's, it's like, okay, well, this is my job. So if I, if I'm not taking the risk to win, then I'm not able to provide for my family. But at the same time, if I take too much risk and I end up in a wheelchair for life or what, you know, whatever it may be, like, how can I take care of my family? So, um, you know, with that, like, obviously it made me kind of decide like when I, when I wanted to be done or at least look at like when I want to be done and, um, it'll probably be a little sooner than what I originally planned on. I mean, obviously everybody, everybody wants to plan on racing into their mid thirties. And I think that, think that I'm very capable of it, but I would say about the time I'm 30 is about the time that I'll be hanging it up and, um, you know, going more full time to the shoals and, uh, and, and teaching kids not to make the same mistakes that I made. (laughs) I kind of have a follow-up question to what Liam just said. Um, how has fatherhood changed? Like, how, how have you? How do you view now that you're a father, your son racing in the future? Because, like, I know as myself, you know, being a dad, and Brandon, you're a dad mm-hmm. as well, and Liam, you guys, it's when you, it's fine for you to take that risk for yourself, but whenever it's your little one, it's different, right? Yeah, um, that one's that one's a little tough, like. I never, <clears throat> I never intended on him racing. Um, like it, obviously if that's that. what he wants to do. That's what we'll do. But, um, I was, uh, I was kind of, kind of hoping that he didn't. And, and to be honest, it's just because of the, the corruption when you, when you really look behind the scenes, like, and, and obviously we can get into this and, and people are going to look at it both ways, but, um, it's 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 cool to say that I race for a living, but at the same time, if if I'm gonna say that I'm changing my quality of life to do this, which which you do, I mean you you genuinely do. Like you look at a prof- any professional athlete, it doesn't matter where they are, you change your quality of life to do it. You're 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 gonna die earlier. Your your body's not gonna hold up like. There's going to be that you can, you can mark my words, look at, look at average death of a football player. Like it's going to be much sooner than a, a person that worked a nine to five. Like, so for me looking at it that way, I've got to also realize like we're not making near enough money to do what we do. Like flat out, like guys like Liam, still one of the best riders in the world, the best in his country came over here to the u.s to ride for free mm-hmm. to eventually take a, a what oh oh you said he was on the road right you there Stu? go racing just just racing nothing else thirty nine thousand dollars a year um so when I'm when I'm gonna sit here and say, okay, that that's that's thirty nine. What is this? Shit? I don't sit it. I'm I'm busy. Don't sit it in front of me. <laughs> um, so 
when I'm when I'm sitting here and and running these numbers, like okay, thirty nine thousand dollars a year is what it costs me to go racing, and and that's obviously I got a big R- RV, but I I broke it down. I did a Sprinter van and got hotels with average costs in the U.S. like one hundred thirty nine dollars, expected to go up almost thirty percent next year. So now you're now you're looking at thirty three thousand dollars to go racing in a Sprinter van. And this is just this is just fuel and hotel. I'm not even I'm not even talking food. Like just fuel and hotel. Mm-hmm. So when when you're talking money like that, like we don't get paid enough to do what we need to do. And then I've got to go down the list. Like I'm gonna pay a trainer. A lot of these, you know, most people go down south and spend a couple thousand dollars a month to train through the winter to to do it properly, to really go out and do it properly to eat the right way, to ride, to ride when you need to ride, to work out the way that you need to work out, to do all the extra things that we have to pay for to be the best. It costs, it, it genuinely costs me $80,000 a year to, to be good at this. Mm-hmm. So it, it, if I'm signing a hundred thousand dollar contract, that doesn't give me fuck all to, to pay a house payment. Yeah, right. I've got to be winning. And, and yes, you can do it much cheaper. You can go out and you can spend thirty thousand, thirty nine thousand dollars a year and go racing, um, and you can be a good, you know, at, at our level, you can be a good rider. But you're not going to be great for thirty nine thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just facts. Like, like you're not going to be able to take the extra steps to be the best that you can be. Yeah. And and I feel like that's what set me aside last year is I did things different than I had in the past, and I I spent a lot more money doing so. But I could see it. Like, if you see the results, then roll with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. You know, to, to wrap it back up with the kid, like, I, I don't necessarily want him to be stuck in the same thing. And, um, yeah, I love riding dirt bikes, and I'll never stop. And, and if he wants to ride and he wants to be competitive, that's fine. I'll back him doing it. But, God, I hope that the industry changes by the time he's here because it is far from motocross and supercross. Oh, and yeah. We work just as hard, and we sell just as many bikes. If not yeah, more. We, we're not, yeah, we're, we're not on a TV, but I know that, that GNCC had over 9,000 different racers line up throughout the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're looking at, at 9,000 people that are buying probably more than one new motorcycle a year. Mm-hmm. And, and supercross and motocross, like, I, I don't even think there's 9,000 people that try to go to Loretta Lens, and that's all you hear about. Yeah. The biggest yeah. event of, the, of, of all time. So, um, you know, to me, like, we don't get paid enough. I mean, Jason Reigns was probably making, I, actually, I know for sure, he's, he was making more money in late 90s, early 2000s than, than I'm making present day um, as far as salary, bonuses, whatever, like, you name it. There was more money back then than there is now. And I think a lot of it has to do with riders just taking taking whatever they can get and the teams just walking all over the riders. But um, that's where I don't want my kid to be a part of that. Like, I, I have no interest in dealing with the people in this industry that I have to deal with mm-hmm. um, or have had to deal with in, in the past. And, um, you know, I, I don't think that I, – I, I don't plan on – I don't plan on treating it as serious with him. And I hope that – Obviously, you hope that they do well with whatever, but um, I will not be pushing him to do this. It'll be, if you want to go race, we're going racing. I'll do every GNCC. I'll do every national enduro that he wants to. I'll do whatever, whenever, wherever, but I'm definitely not going to 
push him to be a pro, you know, unless things change significantly in, mm-hmm. in the sport. Like, I, I'm not going to push him to be a pro in it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a – Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's been my rant. No, it's not yeah, – A lot been, this year. We've been talking about it this and, year. And even on the – not even the pro level, too. I mean, look at the amateur. You got, like, for me to travel just to do full gas sprint, it's cost me over $1,000 a weekend yeah. to travel with my family and – like a thousand bucks a weekend that's six weekends six thousand dollars yeah <laughs> just for six yeah. races you know what and i mean the hotels at snowshoe this weekend <laughs> oh yeah there you go that's a grand right there easily yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's crazy and we i go there to race for fun and maybe get a what a ten dollar yeah. plaque yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i mean you guys are doing it for a living so you guys should be making a lot I mean, more that's money the thing. But we gotta take we as a sport we need to take care of the premier athletes yeah, the in premier the sport athlete. yeah, yeah exactly it's crazy it's it, it blows my mind and i don't know if it needs to be the gncc side of it or if it needs to be more oem i'm not sure but either both of them probably need to step but, it up i would say both <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i would say across the board i mean you, you look at you look at at the cost of a motorcycle it's gone it's almost tripled since mm-hmm. the 90s and i i can tell you our salaries haven't Mm-mm. um you look at you look at the entry fee, the gate fee at a GNCC, it's almost tripled. Um, I can tell you that the pro, the pro payout hasn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it, I'm just speaking facts. Like, yeah, you know, the, the, those powers that be at GNCC or OEM can listen to this and, <clears throat> and bitch at me all they want and say, oh, well, things are more expensive. Yes, they are. Same for me. Right. They're more mm-hmm. expensive. Like, I, I mean, it, it, in any other industry, in any other industry, there, there, you're going to see increases throughout, you know, at least throughout the last three decades. And ours, that's not true. So, you know, that side of it's definitely, definitely frustrating. But um, instead of instead of throwing more money at the riders, you see other, you know, other manufacturers that can figure out how to throw a full semi, um, you know, a million million and a half dollar build full of millions of dollars of parts and 10 employees to come to all the races and they can afford to do that but you know can't afford to pay their their riders another 50 dollars or mm-hmm. hey guys you know guys like liam who are who are still one of the top guys i hear that you know there's going to be major cutbacks for next season well how is there major cutbacks everybody's posted about just having record-breaking years so mm-hmm. yeah you know, it's, it's, it's pretty frustrating, but, um, that's, that's the sad reality of of this industry that we're, we're in. And that's just how they, they're, they're used to using the riders as stepping stone and they, they use us up, get everything out of us and then turn us loose. And 95% of those riders who have dedicated everything to it are left with nothing. So that's where, you know, with my kid, like I said, I'm gonna take him racing. I don't plan on stopping. I love dirt bikes. I've I've said it from the start. Like, I have fun, and it is a it is a very cool job. But um, I am I am definitely not planning to stop riding ever. Like, I just can't stand the the behind the scenes in the industry. Like, it's just mm-hmm. it sucks to see the the stuff that really goes on uh, across the board. And um, you know, there's there's just a lot of a lot of things that could be fixed. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, um, you know, like we said, it, it's something that we, we want to preach about and, you know, help spread the word about as well. And uh, having you on here is, is good because, uh, uh, you know, we know that your voice is 
you're not afraid to speak your mind and that's great because you know we will always provide a platform for stuff like that as well uh i actually have before we let you go want to end on this the uh, uh isaiah white which is the guy with the free uh howard's hole sign wanted to make sure that you and liam both knew that the mud volleyball starts at 9 a.m oh nine so he wanted to make sure you guys knew that yeah perfect <laughs> all right liam we'll pedal the other side of the mountain at, at eight and we'll be done with it and back over there for mud volleyball at nine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Hey, Stu, uh, Liam, do you have anything else, man, that you want to say? No, I'm good. Yeah. I'll see him up there at volleyball. Yep, that's right. Sounds like we got a, a challenge too that he, you know, that he's behind oh, you. Are we playing? Are we? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna go down there just to spectate, right? <laughs> I mean, I. I'll bring a second set of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need shoes, man. You can be like the Mountaineers around here. We just go barefoot. Yeah. I'll bring my jandals. I'll bring you some of You know how them. much beer glasses in the I was getting ready to say that. Yeah. Yeah. At when least I wear watch, the cross. When I'm watching people fighting and belly flopping in there, all I can think of is like, I mean, yeah, I know people aren't just like shattering glass intentionally, but how many drunk ass people are out there with a glass bottle in their hand, they fall over and breaks it on the rock. Like, there there's no telling i mean that that place that if you go down playing volleyball it, it might kill you <laughs> that would be his luck too but send isaiah down there with a with a net first to make sure that there ain't no shit out there i, I want it I, wherever i'm going to be stationed on volleyball i want to make sure that I, there's no glass or or, or if you're going to be there and you don't want to play you could bring you could be the ref you, yeah you could bring your uh uh tree stand and be the ref from the tree stand i think that would be fun as Duh. well I'm game. I'm game. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right, Stu, man, as always, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time tonight and uh, uh, look forward to uh, seeing you back at the GNCCs this weekend. And uh, uh, we'll try to, uh, to to say hey to you while we're up there this weekend as well. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you guys up there. All, All right, right, man. Ma'am. Talk to you later. All right. Yeah. Good that was, wasn't too bad. It wasn't oh, too bad. Pretty good, PG. Good yeah. stories. Pretty yeah. PG. Good yeah. stories. I, man, the tooth one, though. Yeah. That's I a solid it. story. Yeah. It's, it fell out, too, when he was driving one time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and he pulled so over in the a, middle of the road. This is a common. It on the floor. Yeah, when it when he had just got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, found it on the floor, and Stu's truck is not clean by any means. <laughs> this was a common occurrence then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just absolutely. a common occurrence. He's got to get thing. that denture glue. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he stopped at the CVS and got glue, and we glued it in the, in oh, the just CVS like, parking lot. I'm sure CVS – does CVS have denture glue? I'm sure they do. Maybe they do. CVS, yeah, they got pharmacies. Legit stuff. And, uh, he walked in with a tooth in his hand and said, you got glue for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a gorilla glue is back there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so how many times did you question your decision-making whenever, you know – uh, you, you first came over and then, then you're thrown into all this uh, multiple i think my parents were the funniest when they came over and like met Stu for the first time and were like you've been living with him and then they stayed at his house and yeah he's definitely one of a kind but there's not many people that meet someone from another country and let no. them live in their house and right. take them under their wing, you know? Yeah. yeah. The character of that is, I mean, is yeah. just is wild as well. And then, you know, we joke around about the, about the ventures that you're on and everything, right. but I mean, the guy knows his stuff and knows the sport inside and out. He dissects it like a scientist. I mm -hmm. mean, don't let the, don't oh. let the, uh, the, uh, extra BS fool you because he, he's, uh, he's, he's quite very, the, very smart. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very yeah, simple. absolutely. And then Jimmy, uh, yes, I think Liam, you did say that your tire setup is about the same as Stu's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Hey guys, while we've been talking about uh, Isaiah White with the with the free Howard's hole sign, let's get him on real quick. We're gonna call him just for a couple minutes and talk to him about this uh, about about this volleyball. Right. We need to know about it. Hello, Isaiah. Hello. Hey. Yes, it's Isaiah. Hey, yep. Isaiah. It's uh, Cooper and Brandon from the Splitline Show. Liam Draper's here as well. And uh, cool. uh, we see that you've been watching. Uh, thanks for uh, letting us call you real quick. <laughs> yeah, no problem. What's up, guys? Not much, man. Not much, man. Uh, wanted to uh, uh, to check in with the this. Now, did you guys realize that there's a CEO of Howard's Hole? I didn't know that. This is the oh guy. My. Oh this wow. is the guy. Oh wow. Yeah, CEO of Howard's Hole. How's it going, man? Hey, it's it's high paying, so don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we I need more people on shows. Sunday then. Listen, uh, I know you two wheel guys. You guys don't need help. The couches do. That's why we're down there in full force for the quad guys. We need the encouragement, though. <laughs> the encouragement Listen. does seem to go a long ways, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. But the thing is, with the price hike of the rooms, it's so hard to get a room for Sunday night to get cleaned off. You need a bank loan to stay there now. Yeah. yeah that's, that's that's true. Very, we, very were, true. we were just talking about that. And, hey, listen, you know, we're going to push this as well. Uh, I, I, we, our voice might be small, but we will try. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stu came up with the idea, and we were talking to him. This, was, this has been a while back on our show that he would love okay. to see all of the pros race on Saturday. So the ATVs go through, and then the pro bikes go through. And our first question to him a couple of months ago when he mentioned that to us was, what would like seven hours of, ha of straight Howard's Hole be like? <laughs> so I don't know if you guys remember, and I kind of forget, but a guy, I posted a meme on GNCC site of, uh, gosh, who was it? Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the guy brought up the 2017 or 18 snowshoe where they ran the AM quads through there and it took hours to get them out and then they ran some PM through. And yeah. I just remember drinking copious amounts of liquids <laughs> and don't remember much of the race. So I think it would just be a remake of that. See, so perfect. You, it's, <laughs> perfect. Perf it's perfect because you said that the bikes don't need help. So by that time, you, <laughs> guys won't what's going to, on. you won't need to help as much, right? It'll be a bunch of Ex speed bumps. We'll just cheer. Oh, yeah. It's, That's what it'll be. It's a, as long, it's a perfect storm. Yeah, as long as you guys are capable of sitting down there and waving the uh, the split line <laughs> flea flag or flea, <laughs> flea, rags, flea rags. rags. I don't. I made the I made the thing, and I don't even know what they're called. As long as you're capable <laughs> of just waving the flea rags, you're good. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. I promise. So, yeah. hey, man, I got to meet up with you because we're going to be giving you some of those flea rags to hand out down there. Um, really, Let's go. Really hoping that they're going to come in in time because if not, we're going to look like major failures here. But they're supposed <laughs> to be they're supposed to be here Thursday. So, um, um, yeah, especially if a CEO starts talking about merchandise that doesn't come in, you guys are make me look bad. Yeah, and it's free <laughs> merchandise too. So we know how everybody loves free merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So uh, uh, we'll, I we'll, just have. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Okay. Lee, the thing with Liam and Stu is, okay, we told them nine. We're leaving the village at eight, but we know those bush light guys, they need a couple <laughs> extra hours to wake up. <laughs> but we'll be down there waiting for you. But are you walking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be on e-bikes. <laughs> I was going to say, if you've seen me, I need some cardio. Oh, yeah? 
<laughs> well, you can stay down there till Sunday and then help us. <laughs> he leaves all about that help. He's hey, like, hey, some help. I, I can't promise you that that's not going to happen. Now, you know, you, you noticed that he mentioned walking down to Howard's Hole. He never said a thing about walking back up. Well, oh, I mean, we could give see, you a lift on the last lap. <laughs> well, well, we got smart about 12 years ago, and we started walking the rest of the way down and catching the ski lift up. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, the, so, so the, the volleyball starts at 9 a.m yes we'll be down there we'll be set up uh we had a a uh a pong and cup game set up last year mm-hmm. uh but we don't know if we have enough hands for this year so so we'll set up all the games we can the thing is we're just trying to boycott the am quads yeah um it, it's nothing against the am racers we love them we're just trying to show them hey we'll be down there you send them through or not we're gonna still be at howard's hole wow this is getting crazy yeah, i told you man it's, it's like wild. the build-up is crazy this year for snowshoe already so, liam like are you on board like you'd like to be racing saturday as well then yeah i think it'd be fun yeah that'd uh, be, for I, sure. hey, I think it'd be i think it'd be so awesome because all the fans are already there you know brain right. and i our mission with this podcast <laughs> The number one mission with this podcast was to unite the sport. That's right. Not unite, unite. Unite. Unite the sport with the uh, with the um, ATVs and the dirt bikes. So that's that's <laughs> split line off road. That's what we're that's what we do, man. So uh, so if we can get yep. them both on Saturday, that's that's the game plan. That'd be amazing, Howard. Told. <laughs> All we want is equality for the AM quads. That's it. That's it. Hey, we were disappointed when we went to John Pitton and didn't run the Monster Mile. We're like, what the heck, man? We were there. We walked all the way down there. We boycotted it as well, kind (laughs) of. Well, hey, we need to figure out a way to get you guys down to Howard's Hole for the AM quads and then back out so you can do your interviews. Exactly. We need to talk to Mikey. Uh, Maybe he can give (laughs) give us a ride on the mule because we know that he'll be down there uh, and he'll be... He'll probably play some volleyball. He'll be... Well, somehow, Mikey... He gets down there really fast and then gets back up to the top of the mountain really fast. Uh, hey, so, I gave Mikey a shirt at the Mason Dixon, so he owes me a favor. There we oh, go. Okay. There we go. There so we'll, 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 I'll cash it in for you guys. There we go. There we go. Well, we're giving him. We we need. We actually owe Mikey a shirt from the Mason Dixon as well. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, but uh, hey, we'll uh, we'll hook up with you uh, Friday and get you those uh, get get you those rags. Okay, just let me know. Like I said, I'll be up there early Thursday and just uh, running around uh, politicking a little bit, spreading the word. <laughs> politicking, I love wow. it. Wow. <laughs> All <Crazy>. right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're going to uh, let you jump off here and uh, just wanted to let you jump on and get the word out. And uh, yeah, free Howard's Hole, man. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for having me on, guys. Not no a problem, problem man. man. We'll talk to you later. Hey, free Howard's Hole, baby. <laughs> That's right. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh jeez, I love it. We love it. Oh, dude, GNCC fans are oh, awesome. It's great. CEO it's great. of Howard's Hole, man, this is quite serious. the position. Yeah. Quite the position, right? I wonder if he wears one of those uh, tuxedo shirts. I wonder if he's the same guy at Iron Man Hill. <sighs> oh, is it the same guy? Can, there can might you, be two different CEOs. Can, you, can man. you be the same guy? I don't know. I don't think because isn't it like Howard's Hole versus Iron, Iron Man Hill? Hill? Iron Man Hill. Maybe. Mm. I mean, Iron Man Hill's got all those fences up on it now, though. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tamed it down a little. Yeah, hopefully we don't ever tame down Howard's Hole because... How can you tame it down? The, listen, this one thing about GNCC fans, Stu was saying it won't be that wet. People will be down there with water bottles filling it up. I'm like, It'll be wet. It'll be wet somehow. The, hey, he just jumped on and said no, Howard, or Howard's Hole is better than Iron Man, so he's not also the CEO of <laughs> Iron Man Hill. He's fired up now. Yeah, he's, he's really mad He's now. ready to go. <laughs> 
it's like Coke. It's like Coke versus Pepsi. That's right. right? <laughs> so uh, our next guest coming on the show uh, is uh, Brandon Owens. He just came off of a win at the Mason Dixon in the XC2 ATV. Um, first he, dude to knock off Jay Shad. First dude to knock off Jay Shad. And I was. I have to ask him. I can't remember. This is his second XC2 victory, right? Second or yeah. third. Mm-hmm. Has only been Jay Shadron's won every race so far? Every so, race besides this one. The last two years, he's won every race yeah. that he's raced. So, like, was it College A last year? College A last year, yeah. And then he moved to XC2, won them, was one of them all so far until last week, yep. Yeah, wow. absolutely. So, yeah. Isn't Jay Shadron from around here, too? <sighs> I know he's close because he's, he's raced several of the Mountain State yeah. races as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I believe he's from Ohio. Yeah, I so, think he's from Ohio. Yeah, I think Man, so. A lot of fast guys from so, Ohio. <laughs> Buckeye State. Damn, I mean, Walker's not that fast, is he? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Not much, man. How was the moto? Oh, well, got barbed wire wrapped around the axle. You know how it goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how do you get barbed wire wrapped around the axle at your home track? I don't know. I was building some new track, and well, I already built it, but I was just riding it in. And next thing I know, I'm all wrapped up. <laughs> well, I guess that happens sometimes. I guess it happens. We were just at. We were just talking. Was um, was Mount Morris your second or your third uh, XC2 win? Uh, like ever? Yeah. Yes. Um, I think I won. I know I won two my first year. Okay. And then I think last year I won six. I want to say. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Where where are we at? Where. Jeez, you're slacking. I, the heat's getting I, to you. The heat is getting to me. We we it, we've been uh, battling with our AC unit. I can't. I'm not sure if you can hear it or not, but we keep turning it on and turning it off to try to uh, to try to get some cool air in here because it's hot. No, I can't hear it. <laughs> good deal. Okay, good. So uh, going into snowshoe, man, uh, how pumped are you coming off of a win? Uh, you guys battled like crazy that past uh, race up at uh, up at High Point and. Uh, um, uh, we know that snowshoe is a good a good round for any West Virginia, <clears throat> West Virginia native. Yeah, I mean, honestly, coming off a of win it really helps because believe it or not, I actually not a super big fan of snowshoe, but also don't dislike it at the same time. But definitely a confidence booster coming off of a win. So I'm hoping to come in and just try to do the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, are you are you a guy that likes the uh, the wet snowshoe or a dry snowshoe? Uh, say that again. Are you a guy that likes the wet snowshoe or the dry snowshoe? Uh, I can't hear you. You have to say that again. It has to be that AC. It has to be that AC. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Brandon. I turned it off. It, well, all right. So I said, do you, are you a guy that likes the dry snowshoe or the or the uh, wet snowshoe? Uh, dry snowshoe, preferably. Okay. Well, I mean, I've ridden both, and I seem to do better in the dry. And I think it's honestly because of my weight difference. I'm 140 pounds, so I don't know if that's got something to do with the traction. Wise. No traction on the rear, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, shoot. So, Liam, what, can we get you on a quad out there yet? I rode a quad <laughs> maybe 2019 when I did a moose photo shoot with Miguel. Oh, okay. Yeah, the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> I don't know how these – I mean, I take my hat off to these guys. I don't know how they do it. I mean, us bike guys can get out of some of the bumps and miss some tree roots and rocks and mm-hmm. stuff, but they just pound them all day long. <laughs> it's just yeah. take a beating. Yeah. So, I, I'm sure – 
uh, Brandon's had some good times with McGill too, so he's a he's a good McGill guy. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No photo shoots. No photo shoots with McGill. Do what now? Any, any photo shoots with McGill? Nah, I try, I try to stay away from the photo shoots. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think Liam probably did too after the after the first one. Yeah, especially McGill started photo editing and putting sheep in my pictures. Oh. Yeah, it just got to a whole nother level. Man. Gotta thank Stu for that one, right? Yeah, it was at Stu's place. That's probably why. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Man. So, uh, so Brandon... We talked to you right after the race at uh, at uh, um, the uh, Mount Morse. Um, talk us through that battle because we watched it. We were there, um, and it just looked like an intense battle all day long for you guys. Yeah, I jumped out and I had the I jumped out about mid pack, and honestly, I was like, man, it's gonna be a long day. I started working my way through some guys. Next thing I know, I'm behind Steven, and that was a real confidence booster in that race. So it kind of lit a fire in me, and back off i followed steven for a little while and finally made it i finally found a spot to pass him at and once i got around him i got to wyatt and jay and uh made a couple good passes on them and then at that point i was just feeling super good i i mean i not some cocky or anything but i felt like i could just drive away from him at that point like i, I was feeling amazing and got away had a little gap and i pretty much just tried to stay in my own lane just kind of feeling the flow and coming towards the end i knew jay was gonna definitely bring some heat so i was trying to just keep it in uh keep it in that flow and here he comes i see him back behind me from a distance and i'm like okay we gotta keep going and uh i was behind josh this time and i kept saying josh we gotta go we gotta go every time we get into a turn or something <laughs> and we were pretty much we were just rolling trying to trying to keep that pace jay ended up catching up with us and uh it was probably two miles before the finish. We came to this, uh, it was like a grassy, grassy section, but there was one line through it, and there was a couple little trees here and there. Well, there was a lapper flipped over in the middle of the track, and Josh kind of pulled in behind him, like trying to figure out what to do. I pulled him behind Josh, and then uh, Jay was right behind me. Well, Josh goes to jump out. Well, I go, I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow him, jump out. Well, at that point, Jay already figured out what he was going to do, and he was coming flying by me almost. And we ended up colliding, and he got the short end of the stick and uh, clipped a tree. And then at that point, it was just me and Josh again, and we were just trying to make it to the finish. Wow. That sounds like a pretty exciting uh, end of the race, that's for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. On my toes. <laughs> <laughs> so, would this be one of your? What do you say? Your favorite race? Maybe your 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 most uh, proud of win or? Uh, probably my first G or my first XD two whenever was probably my my favorite, but that was definitely a close second. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, you talk you talk about uh, like Jay. I mean, you're we've we've said this. Uh, 
We've said this a ton before. Like, you guys are racing a pro when you race Jay Shadron. I mean, he, he's been there, done that before. The experience is there. And, uh, um, you know, we talked to Wyatt and Steve um, already uh, this season. We talked to you earlier as well. But, but uh, you know, you got those guys, or you got those guys, and then you got um, a, a veteran up there that you guys are learning so much from. And I'm sure it's, uh, sure it's a nice feeling to get one over on the Wiley veteran. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like he's definitely making us faster just because we have to – we got to go fast and at the same time think about what we're doing because he's got so much more experience, man. It's just – I'm finally starting to get the hang of it. But, yeah, it's definitely – it's wild. So any uh, bike changes uh, you making for this race too for Snowshoe? For Snowshoe, um, honestly, I'm going to stick with the little tires. I tried the big tires last year. I wasn't a – super big fan of them i mean in, in the like the mud i'm i'm fine with running big tires but i don't know snowshoe they were just, they were just weird for me i had a eh, it was just i don't know it was just weird i just didn't mm-hmm. like it yeah <laughs> but honestly we'll probably keep everything the same just i'm really liking the way the bike feels right now i, I really don't do much for snowshoe Sounds good. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, uh, uh, Snowshoe's one of those tough places, though. It's like, it's like, uh, um, um, we, you know, we had Stu Baylor on it just a little bit ago, and uh, Brandon and I remember from last year, like that section right before the finish line or right before the uh, uh, the pit area ended up being one of the toughest places for you guys. And I'm sure, like, you know, it's just one of those things where you guys got to watch out for being high centered all the time. Like Liam, you, you said, you know that they're able to kind of move around places, but you guys got to be real particular with, with where you can and can't go just to try to keep that forward momentum going. Yeah. I mean, that's all snowshoes about just keeping your momentum up and trying to honestly just bounce across the rocks and roots and whatever you're, whatever's coming your way. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think about the, I know you've done it several times and I believe you're on, what are you on row three this year? Yeah. Is that right? Okay, what's your thoughts on on the running positions of of, of that the rows? Do you like uh, everybody? We've never heard anybody say that they like being on row one. Um, it's always they like kind of being the chaser to where you just catch up with the row in front of you and you're already beating them. Um, what's your thoughts on that? And like judging by who's in the row ahead of you, um, um, th- does that f- make you feel confident? Where's your head at with that? Uh, honestly, I like being back. I like being back a couple rows because. At that point, it's I got it in my head that if I catch these guys, I mean, all I got to do is stay with them and I'm ahead. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's just something I I I feel definitely feel more comfortable where I'm at than being in row one because you're constantly being chased. Yeah, I I can see that because like when I do full gas or whatever, if I'm down a couple seconds on somebody, I'll give them like the whole 15. But like if I can catch him and pass him. I got the time back. You know what I yeah. mean? So I kind of use that as my head. That's a, I'm the same way at the, the sprint. It's like you have to give them five seconds and that's all I'll give them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you catch it and you catch like, them. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if you can see someone, you can definitely catch them. It's just a little bit more dry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you got, you know, especially at snowshoe, you got places like Howard's hole where, where, you know, there's a potential chance where the front row could get a bottleneck going on, which you don't really have that normally at a, at a GNCC where like your pro guys aren't getting bottlenecked really. But at snowshoe, it could be, you know, that's a place where you actually could have a pro row, get a bottleneck. Especially where, 
crisper. Especially if the, the the mud fleas down there make you jump off that ledge like they did last year. <laughs> That's right. They were jumping. Yeah. Yeah. They were jumping off that ledge. Yeah. We'll did, did, to... did he, Brandon? Did you hit that ledge last year? Or did you get to go around it? Did they let you go around? Uh, I'm pretty. Sh- if I remember right, I'm pretty sure I had to hit it every lap. It was just, <laughs> it was <just> everywhere. <laughs> and, I, and constantly every lap, I was looking for somewhere to go, and it was just. Nowhere else. <laughs> that looked pretty gnarly. You'll have oh. to you'll have to take that up with the CEO of uh, Howard's Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we had him on just a few minutes ago. Uh, it's the guy that carries around the sign that says "Free Howard's Hole." Uh, he said that they will be down there at 9 a.m. playing volleyball in Howard's Hole, so they're going to be primed and ready by the time that you guys get there. About six hours later. Sounds to me like we're gonna have our hands full. <laughs> It's yeah, probably like, the biggest problem for those guys is the people down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're much bigger. So oh, what, yeah. I've yeah. never experienced it myself, but what is it like just going into a sea of people? Are you able to see your lines ahead of time, or is it one of those things where you're just like looking like five feet in front of you, not knowing where you're going? Yeah. Just... Dude, it's chaos. If you don't plan it, there's you're going to have a hard time getting through. My first couple of years in the PM race, I, uh, I didn't have anybody down there, really. I had like maybe one person. And it was complete chaos. Like now I have like probably four, five, six guys down there from the start to the finish just showing me line to line. But if you don't have that, I I feel terrible for you because that, that, that sucks. I've been through it. But you definitely have to come in with a plan or you're just going to be either stuck or Man. trying to be. Can you, can you have a plan? I mean, my question is, is like, cause like, I know that, that they kind of like almost decide where you're, you're going to go. go. Right. So I feel like, like you can't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> and there's half the amount of people for us. Brandon, how often do you, do you go into Howard's hole with a plan and three seconds in your plan is plan D is pl- <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're on plan D. <laughs> Uh, we make honestly make a plan the day before. It's gonna change no matter what. You don't really have a choice. Yeah. But some of the guys I have with me are they're not scared to get in there and be like, "Hey, you guys got to move." <laughs> He's got the and, uh, track markers with the cops coming out. You know, like the yeah. runway, <laughs> the runway uh, poles. Or like COVID, like six feet back, boys. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, man, I tell you what, like uh, we're excited. Uh, uh, I mean, once we, we, we talked to you after the Mason-Dixon race, and, and it just, you know, seeing you get that win, it looked like it meant a lot, a lot of weight lifted off of your shoulders. This year's kind of been an up-and-down year for you. Uh, you know, have had some mechanical issues going on, and, and uh, it just looks like, you know, you know, you can get that ball rolling, and uh, we're excited to see where, you know, maybe going into summer break with another, uh, n- another win. Yeah, I mean – uh, we did, we did some changes earlier or three rounds ago and it really helped us. So I'm just honestly just going to try to keep getting more comfortable on the bike, the new setup and just trying to figure it out over summer break. And hopefully we can come back in with the same momentum we left with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. No, it's exciting. Hey, the CEO of Howard's Hole just spoke. He said if he gets a – I'm believing he's meaning a split-line shirt, he'll move everyone for Brandon. So, Brandon, <laughs> we, uh, we, we we got the CEO behind you. So, um, you know, we're, we're – is this like insider trading? I don't know. I feel, I feel a little guilty. It's getting serious. It's, it's, it's getting pretty serious. We might be doing some incriminative evidence. That's the second time I've had to say this in this show. Leon's going to slide you a piece of paper and be like, hook me up too. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Brandon, man, we're not going to keep you too much longer. Uh, uh, you know, just like I said, really excited to see uh, where you're going to go this season after after such a good uh, uh, you know win and and a good chance of going into the summer break uh, on a really uptick of your season. Yep, that's the plan. Just keep it rolling. That's right, man. So, hey, man, we will see you um, at uh, at Snowshoe. Uh, um, and, yeah. dude, I keep forgetting, but I, we still owe you a T-shirt. You need to call us out on that. Yeah. You should have called us out when yeah. when you saw us last, last we weekend. Totally give a <laughs> we usually have a dude. box of them with us, so just say something to us. Don't be shy. Well, I'm sure I'll get a hold of you guys when you're up there. I'll figure out where you're at or something. There yeah. we go. There we go. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we will uh, we will talk to you here in a little bit or uh, when we when we uh, see you up at Snowshoe, bud. All right. I appreciate you guys letting me come on and take up some time. Absolutely, right, man. man. Anytime. I uh, love having you on and uh, appreciate you uh, always uh, in support of the show. Yep. You guys take care. All you right, too, man. You too. We'll talk see to you ya. later. Man. It's kept, getting hot in here again, it's getting, again. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm pretty you frustrated. Should have kept, you should have kept the um, Arctic fan. <sighs> After you get it cooled down, you get it cooled down, and then mm-hmm. you turn the Arctic fan on. This insulation's too good. See, you know, he, he was. I, listen, I cried about it. I he, cried, he cried. He be, was like, I'm we need insulation. Baby. It's so cold up here. It was here. freezing. So you guys insulated it? And oh, yeah. Well, for, not the sweat for, box. For the wintertime, it's amazing. Yeah, it's nice. for the wintertime. And then now it's like. Dude, it's too hot, and we got that. Well, you know, we—I was actually messaging a listener, and he said he could not hear it, but evidently it's messing up something with the phone. With the uh, with the mic or yeah, something. Cause it was, yeah, because can't hear. Yeah, because Stu couldn't hear you, and then Brandon as as couldn't I heard, hear you. Yeah, couldn't hear me. So, which is crazy. So. Yeah. So, hey, we got a, something going on here. Let me see. Got a, oh, geez. <laughs> Man, it's a busy show tonight. It's a busy show tonight. Liam, Liam brought all the guests. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Pinky's Pizza. <laughs> is this long, long time, long time, first time? Yeah, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Walker Fowler, welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, appreci- appreciate you making a little bit of your time out uh, on such a busy weekend. You're at a beautiful resort right now up on top of Snowshoe Mountain, and uh, we appreciate uh, a few minutes of your time tonight, bud. Yeah, so I'm an adult, and I got AT&T, and it's changing my life. Oh, oh he finally man. made the switch. Was it because of us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yes. And just in general. Well, yeah. we'll take a little bit of the credit there. We always like yeah. taking a piece but of the I pie. But I mean, like, the 17 drop calls. Actually, so I, I actually had AT&T. No, I didn't have it yet. I got it as soon as I got home, and I had talked to you guys over the winter. So, yeah. well, yeah. I guess it would have been in like April or March, end of March or April. Mm-hmm. Man, you've never sounded more crystal clear than you do. Right Isn't now. this fantastic? It's amazing. I'm on top of Snowshoe Mountain, 4848, with two bars of LTE or uh, yeah, AT and T service until everyone shows up. But when this place is empty. It rips up here. <laughs> we we will be leaving this studio tomorrow morning, Brandon. We are going to AT and T to to get a sponsorship deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. After, I, I after that promotion, we definitely need to see if we can make something happen because it's it has changed my life. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to see AT and T across uh, Fowler's goggles. You know how like Ricky Bobby did it with the Wonder Bread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you can't yeah see exactly. This, right. this AT&T sticker, AT&T sticker sure is inconvenient, but boy, I sure love myself, sir. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Hey, Walker, we got Liam Draper here in studio, uh, and uh, we're sitting here in the sweat box tonight and uh, talking about snowshoe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what do you want to know? 
man want to know uh how you feeling about snowshoe man this has been a uh um uh, a good i mean we say it every week when i say this is a good track for walker and brandon's like what track's not good for walker That's but right. this I, how I, many how many snowshoe wins do you have walker i believe four todd it's Todd with mcgill right four or five whatever it is tied with mcgill that's what i thought yeah we were we, we were, were debating that for some we reason were debating, we thought five but we, we might were be saying four. four or five i don't feel yeah. quite as bad if he doesn't know either that's so right, yeah. yeah i actually have no idea i just well, like this place is um it's so hit or i'm not gonna say it's hit or miss because i'm actually pretty consistent here mm-hmm. but uh it's just it, you know it's like caleb russell going going and uh riding the iron giant like you don't know you know one day you're on top of the world winning the prologue and then the next <laughs> day you're you know 37th place getting passed by dual sport so watch right. it, watching your bike cartwheel down a hill. Yeah, watching it cartwheel down a hill. And I'm not taking anything away from Caleb. No. But any, I think it's awesome what he did. And the guys that, that were ahead of him are, like, I know what kind of athlete he is. So, um, you know, it's in, it's just crazy. So snowshoes kind of like that um, for me. Like, you can be the best guy ever, have five wins here, and then, you know, Saturday I can go out there and just ride the struggle bus. And, you know, the elements are, are, are just so challenging. So, um yeah i would love to say that this is one of my favorite tracks i've had great success uh, success here it is uh mentally taxing as well as physically taxing i know every year i come off the track which is a raging headache um it's just there's so much going on the people and the um you know howard's hole and, and just and then there's places where there's absolutely no one desolate and you're just stressed out like if i you know if i screw up like people might not find me <laughs> Like, like it, it doesn't even become like part of the race issue. It's more like if I end up over that, like it could be the end. Like, <laughs> never so, thought about that. I've never yeah, really like, thought of that too. So but when I guess... you cross the finish line, you're just like, oh, like especially if you do well. Obviously, if you do well, it's awesome. People up here are nuts. Like it doesn't. They, obviously, if McGill wins, it's even crazier. Like I can't believe this place hasn't burned down yet when he wins. <laughs> and if he would win, it might. <laughs> You get enough WVU people here, it will. Yeah, that's um, right. It gets a little but, hectic. Uh, it gets a little yeah, hectic. <laughs> it gets wild. So it's cool that uh, you know everyone, um, everyone up here embraces it and uh, you know makes it as special as it is. There's a uh, there's not a whole lot of places on earth that will let you come rip on a ski slope in the middle of summertime and. Yeah. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's a special cool. it's a special place. We actually just had a few minutes ago uh, Isaiah White, which is the uh, the uh, Free Howard's Hole guy. We had him on the show. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he just he just mentioned that you're behind the Free Howard's Hole movement. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had the sign. Uh, up on the podium last race yeah yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right well man so real quick this season um it you know you 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 talked just before how the season obviously is not going exactly how you have wanted it to but man we have to commend you on like the 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 way that you've held yourself and uh it's been it's been such an awesome sight to see uh just a true ambassador of the sport and uh a true competitor uh that you are and uh man it's just um you know as it's not going perfectly to your plan, it's 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 still been a really good season of uh, of racing. You guys are putting on a heck of a show. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Is you know we're obviously putting putting on a good show, and the ATVs right now we're kind of the spotlight. Not taking anything away from the bikes, but you know a lot of the injuries and guys slowly starting to come back, and that crowd get you know healthy again. Um, you know the quad guys, other than McClure and well, Nice Merritt out is out now yeah. as well. But yeah. um, you know your your front runners, 
Um, your top two are still in it. <laughs> I think the Kelly, uh, yeah, Stu, Baylor are, are out, but uh, you know we're we're doing our best and and we're we're bringing um, you know light to ATV racing. It's it's uh, I'm not gonna say it's it's far from a dying breed, but it's 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 struggling. But we're we're damn it, we're doing our thing to make it as best as we can, as strong as we can, and keep the focus on us because you know people love competition and good racing. You know, no matter what it is, so. I agree. Like yeah. I've never really paid attention to. I mean, I watch the ATVs, but I've never watched a live broadcast after the race. And I watched Cam Coker, and it was it was pretty cool. Like <laughs> the drone following Walker and Bryson got most of their passes, and I think that's cool racing. Oh yeah, 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 no doubt. That race was definitely special for that. Just that it's like these goofy, weird pine tree things. Yeah, right. just, so you know, it was so <laughs> dead. Like it, they haven't they hadn't bloomed yet, and just going back and forth that's definitely there's a lot of races obviously I, every race i've lost i've said i wish i would have had that one back there's probably two that there was no no uh, prayer for me <laughs> like <laughs> i wasn't gonna win uh bigger buck whatever they call that tiger buck, <laughs> tiger <laughs> buck. i wasn't i wasn't gonna win that one i, I gave it a hundred percent bryson passed me on the first lap and i never saw him again i mean i was only 15 seconds behind but like he just managed that 15 second gap and i, I couldn't do anything about it some of these other races, like I'm right there, and then I'm either on. I usually I just end up either crashing or breaking. You know, I broke a chain. That's so uncharacteristic of me. I crashed in the easiest place in the middle of pro pits. Right in front of me. Right in front of the Teeley rig. Yeah, right. Cartwheel your four wheeler right there, but I just got up and I'm like, man, this is such a strange year. Yeah. yeah. Hey, in your defense, that you know that spot that spot on the track. You say it's the easiest part, but we were talking a little bit ago, and like there's like miniature boulders you're you're skidding you're skidding across going through there. So um, there was a reason why why you uh, kicked it sideways there, and it wasn't out of uh, uh, just negligence. That's that's a uh, uh, a good place to to uh, <laughs> to break loose a little bit. Well, gee, guys, thanks for making me try to feel a little better. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Have you? Uh... But no. Has What's anything that? majorly changed this year for you, like going into this year? Um, anything new? No, nothing that would hinder, um, you know, my performance. I right. would say, other than um, no, I, honestly, <laughs> no, nothing's changed. Um, I tried. Uh, I, I have a torn uh, meniscus. Um, it's a ramp lesion tear, so it's like. Hmm the part that attaches to my femur uh -huh. and it won't heal on its own, but it's not really hurting me. Like mm -hmm. it did over the winter. Like I kind of had a late start getting some training done. Um, and a partial ACL, MCL, PCL, all that was from Ironman when I collided with uh, John Guado on the second to last lap. Um, opted. I was going to have everything fixed and try to come back early, not tell anybody limp around a couple races and then maybe it would get better. The way the universe worked, it never happened. COVID stuff, and um, not that I had it, but my doctor got it, and then the center shut down for the holidays, and then he decided to go on vacation, and it was like, okay, I'm not supposed to have the surgery, I guess. So, um, but I got I got strong, and honestly, it feels better than my other knee at this point, and there shouldn't be anything wrong with that one, to my knowledge. So, um, I just wear a brace now, and I've I've gotten used to it. I actually like it better than my knee pad that I was wearing. So. Other than that, no, that, and that's not an excuse. I feel like, I I feel like I'm going as fast as I was, 
maybe I don't take the risks I used to. I think that's just age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know my limit and I can ride over it, but like, I guess Bryson's gotten used to ignoring the limit and now his new limit is higher and good for him. Like it's, it's sketchy. It's sketchy watching him. But yeah. No, I was gotten, just curious to see if, if you changed anything or anything. No, yeah. He's just, he's just gotten used to being over the edge and like, that's that next step. And I guess we'll find out if anyone can rise to the occasion. Well, I, you know, Brandon and I have been talking about this for yeah. a while now. And, and, and the Bryson-Walker battle, like, that has been something that's been kind of brewing over the past few years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Walker, you'd be the first one to, to, to say that as well. I mean, um, um, you guys, ha you guys have, have just kind of, you know, Walk or, uh, Bryson has just been kind of stepping up and stepping up every year to where, like, I mean, I'm sure, like, and you said it before, you knew, the, like, these times were coming whenever he was just going to get better and more consistent. Yeah, and that's the, that's 100% the difference for him this year. He's consistently winning. That's obviously important, but um, – He's not Other throwing than, it away. <laughs> yeah, he's not missed a single podium yet, and no. that's how championships are won. So, mm -hmm. um, obviously, they they've done their homework. They've been on the right track for the at least the last four years, and then usually by now they've already had two DNFs and the wheels fall off the bus. You lose a lot of confidence. Mm -hmm. um, that's another huge thing going for him right now. He's there's no reason for him to not be confident. I mean, you're doing everything right. You're in the, you know, probably the best fitness, especially coming off that big injury last year. You're doing all, you know, you're winning. The fans are loving it. The media is loving it. It's, you know, you just, you, you're on top of the world. And I had a lot of years up there for sure. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not even close to the bottom. It's a different position for me than I've been in in a long time, but, um, it, you know, I, I I completely understand where he's at. I've you know we've I've done did it, uh, Borch has done it, Balance did it, Barry did it. So um, you know, it's it's still there's still a lot of racing left. Well, there's still I, uh, is this you know, over ten hours of racing? So anything can happen. Um, you know, I don't wish obviously any any bad on anyone, but if we would even the scores on DNFs mechanically. <laughs> It would really tighten things back up to where, yeah. you know, quote unquote, it should be. Yeah. What is the points? Oh, Between you and Bryson. Yeah. 40, 41 or 42? 41. I think it's 41, yeah. isn't it, Mark? Okay. Yeah. Now, now, is this speeding the bear inside you a little bit? Is, is this uh, giving you something to, is this something to, uh, this to say it ends the way that it is for next year? Is this giving you something more to, like, let's get back to work, like, even harder? Uh, I mean, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I, I absolutely hate what's happening mm -hmm. personally. I think, I think for a sports standpoint, it's phenomenal. Um, I, you know, when the year that I almost beat Chris, it mm -hmm. just brought in a whole, you know, a whole crowd of people and, and, and same thing, a new breath of fresh air to ATV racing. And then he switched to the Yamaha and had a lot of problems and it kind of, I'm not going to say it was given to me, but instead of battling chris it was adam mcgill and walker fowler which yeah. no one saw coming yeah <laughs> no. So, no yeah you know i mean it's just it's always been like that changing of the guard but kind of like what i have been you know 
predicting <laughs> and I'm predicting something different besides like the, the, you know, Bryson goes on and wins eight championships or whatever it may, you know, like the changing, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting something more along the lines of like kind of parallel to the ATV motocross scene where you have Hetrick and Weenan and like what just I would love to shots. see just trading blows, like just yeah. like, cause those two guys, you can't put one in the record books without the other because they're connected in a way. And that's kind of what I'm hoping to see with you and Bryson, because like, that's like, that's more impressive and, and cooler to me than just like killing everybody for so many years. It's, it would be cool to see just a, uh, um, um, just like two Titans trading blows back and forth, uh, for, for a, a half a career, whatever it may be. I mean, do I have a say? No. Yeah. No, you say whatever you want. He says, Heck this is, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it being close and, you know, down to the last race and the nitty gritty, but it, it'd be really cool, you know, if I could get my head out of my rear end and, and just win the next <laughs> two or three championships and do, you know, do it in my brain what I wanted to do. And yeah. I can walk away into the sunset. Right. <laughs> oh, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like both of you, both of you should have like your particular plans and like, it, it, and it's so cool to just be able to sit back as a fan of the sport and as somebody that just gets to, just to, gets to sit in a hot sweat box and talk about the sport and just watch you guys go. Um, I mean, um, like you said, a, a little bit ago like you guys are kind of at the forefront of the gncc right now with just the way the racing has been i mean liam you said even yourself that that you didn't really pay attention to the atvs until until, until this, this year until yeah. this year and it's been because it because i mean at the end of the day racing's racing and it's been stellar racing <laughs> yeah definitely the the racing between walker and bryson's pretty cool to watch mm -hmm. oh yeah i know i was excited yeah That's, absolutely <laughs> yeah I, I really want them to come down to the last couple corners. And that, I think was that's what was really cool about um, Camp Coker is it was a full, you know, start to finish. You mm -hmm. got you got action the whole time. Lately, yeah. I've just not been able to – the last lap comes around, and I just can't do it anymore, I well, guess. So you, you've had, I'm like, oh, you've had there's certain... another lap left? Oh, I forgot how to ride four-wheel. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, the, okay, you take the chain out of the situation. You can't control that. And then, and then that crazy – turn with the stupid miniature boulders like you can't i mean these are just like you know two little things i mean dude i'm like i said i'm excited to be up there saturday and we know that this is a place that you uh really excel at and uh, uh i think it's gonna be a heck of a race saturday to be honest no doubt um i think i'm curious to see how bryson rides here mm -hmm. yes you know obviously that's what i've been saying here yeah. He didn't get to ride here last year. Um, I believe he has a podium maybe a, that year before that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. other than that, he doesn't have super stellar results here. No. A lot's changed since, um, you know, since then. Obviously, there was we missed a year with COVID. So, that you know, we're looking at basically four years of, you know, what what if with, with his results. And I don't know. Maybe he rides these. I don't ride these conditions ever, but I get here and – nine times out of 10, I, I, you know, I ride phenomenal and I love it and I'm having fun. And, and that's when I'm at my best, we could get out there and I could be like, Oh God, I can't, there's no way I can keep up or we can get out there. Cause like, I know last year, uh, Hunter Hart put on a phenomenal race. Mm -hmm. I think I only got him by like 17 seconds. Um, and I was riding the wheels off that thing. So yeah, literally you know, it's possible that, <laughs> it's possible that he could come and smoke everyone by five minutes. And at that point, I feel like I better just hand the torch over. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, here's the thing is like, we know, 
with as consistent as Bryson's been this year, I, like Brandon said, I still think that going into snowshoe, like we know what you're going to do. And the question mark is on Bryson because like you said, his, his results and his time. I'm really just hasn't worried been he's going to override the bike. Yeah, and, no and, doubt. And I mean, historically that has been the case. Mm-hmm. And and for me, I have nothing to lose at this point. Like I have a, def, a major deficit. I, I have to go. I, I have to win. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. So and Bryce I'm curi- is- I am curious to see what what their strategy is. You know, do you go for you know? Do you just ride the wheels off of it because for eight races it's worked? Bryson's Maybe. not a good starter, right? No, no. And, and so, so he's are- on the front front right. row with a live end start. Yeah. 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 So what do you do? Do you like to sprint away, or are you following someone? Um, usually snowshoe. I, I try to I try to just command the you know command the lead and just and run with it. Um, yeah. Because it's just, I'm not going to say there's no passing, but, like, to, no one really wants to veer off the beaten path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you I said, you probably won't come out. There. Like, that <laughs> looks like that could swallow a four-wheeler. I think I'm just going to follow this guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And it's one of those things, like, especially if, if, like, one little mistake, and it could cost someone 30 seconds, but we're all jumbled up because we're all starting exactly five seconds or ten seconds apart. Like, now you're throwing in a 30-second mistake could put you six rows back and have, you know, 20 people between you. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially early in the race, a lot can happen. So it's one of those things, like, at least if I'm up front, I'm either I'm either winning the dang thing or, like, I, I do find that sippy hole that, I, you know, I'm going to be in for five minutes and my day's over. But I don't know. It just seems like if I just go out and do my thing, Usually it turns out well for me here. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 I mean, I don't think this championship is over by any means. I mean, like you said and Brandon said and and I'll repeat it again is um I can't think of very many people besides your you yourself that has went a full season without a DNF um, mm-hmm. um, from XC1. So to think that all of a sudden that you know I mean you know we don't wish anything upon anybody but but uh, I mean the odds are at some point in time something something stupid like a chain like you you broke a chain like something stupid will yeah it usually know. is chains on the four wheelers or ball joints yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly yep. exactly so um, uh, so. No, how how's uh, the snowshoe academy coming? Yeah. Oh, we got all the um, old trails that we've had put in, or you know, cleaned up from some windstorms and whatnot. So that's all good. And then we actually there was a little a little tiny trail that we made last year um, off the edge of what they call the airport. It's like if you're up on the village, you can kind of see this big grassy hillside. Okay. About two miles away, and it's a it's a hall over there. So the kids. It's funny. Everyone, um, you know, obviously is excited about going and riding train and stuff. I think they're just happy to ride their foilers on a main highway. <laughs> like, I think they get just as excited about that. So we get the ride. It's about a three mile ride from uh, breakfast to there, and um, trying to herd all the cats is fun. Um, I guess there was an issue with like the sign up this year. It was supposed to be capped at forty, and. Um, it like doubled that oh. and i think they've gotten it dwindled down to 60 but um 60 people for the areas that we have to work with and the amount of instructors we have it's going to be a hectic busy two days whenever uh 
Thursday rolls around, Thursday and Friday. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. We had <laughs> but, Stu, yeah. we, we had Stu on earlier in the show, and he was predicting a drier snowshoe. Uh, you, yes, you're there. Is, is that what you're thinking? It is. It is dry. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of a year. Was 18 dry? No. 18 was my first year over here, and it was <laughs> miserable. Yeah. <laughs> One of the earlier ones. Yeah, well, I think one of the early ones was pretty dry. It's not like Sahara Desert dry. There are still some like wet spots, but it, it historically, for being here, it's dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you uh, playing in the golf tournament? What's that? Are you playing any golf while you're there? Golf? Yeah, you play golf. I I, I swing clubs. <laughs> hey, same as me. <laughs> um, they have that. They have that event on Friday. Obviously, we're going to be doing the riding school, so I'm going to oh, miss yeah. that, unfortunately. Okay. But um, years prior, uh, I think we had done the ISDE team uh, thing four or five years in a row. <laughs> was, Maybe yeah. not in a row, but I know we did. We've done it um, a handful of times. Nice. It's hard. It's hard to play golf on Friday sober while everyone else is just brushing beers <laughs> off their forehead and having a blast. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> like watching Stu roll around on the ground like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Thank God he rides on Sunday because this is not fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Walker, like, yeah. you need to go back at some point in time after Snowshoe, go back and listen to this show, uh, and you need to listen to the story that Liam and uh, Stu have of when Liam first came over uh, to the U.S. It's, it's, it's pretty gold. It's golden. So we'll, uh, you need to go back and check that one out. <laughs> uh, okay, I will. Yes. I can't imagine. Yeah. I forgot that Liam does stay there, or is that Shoals a lot. So Yeah, yeah. You, well, you get to witness all the chaos. Yeah, I lived there for two years. Yeah. So I seen it I, all firsthand. I bet you have stories that no one should know about. Yeah. yeah. Stories and pictures <laughs> that should not be reposted. Something about a tooth on the middle of a dance floor that fell out of Stu's mouth and he had to pick it back up and put it straight in his mouth without washing it off. Like, it's wild. <laughs> oh, that kid. That kid. Good and, and he proceeded to tell us that he's getting older and growing up and realizing the stupid things he does and thinks he's stopping. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> and then shortly, 10 minutes later, he was telling us he was jumping off his water truck down a slide. <laughs> Today. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Yep. The good stuff. It's good story. How'd, so. the, how'd the water truck end up in the woods? Uh, one of the kids left the park break off. Oh God! But it there was isn't like, one. He, it's like a stick, right? Yeah, it's it's tough, but he lifted off and like got out, and it was like slowly creeping, and then it just took off. <laughs> it's lucky it hit that tree because that hole down in there, that water truck probably would never have came back out. Jeez! <laughs> oh, My gosh, that's so epic. Oh. There's ne <laughs> like never-ending stories coming out of that camp. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. just get on Instagram every day. You're like, how oh. are these people still alive? It's the most solid Instagram follow that I think is imaginable, to be honest. I, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, was that Mark uh, that I heard in the background? Yep. Tell him we said hi, and we'll see you guys Saturday. <laughs> What's up, boys? What's going on, Mark? <laughs> so, hey, Walker. 
we know that you got your running shoes on, and uh, yeah, we're gonna it's dark and cold now, so it'll be real nice. Perfect, yeah. perfect. Well, we'll let you go, man. Again, as always, thank you for making the time to come on this show, and uh, we oh, appreciate you. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. We're we're gonna see you Saturday, and uh, hey, uh, we need to give you. We'll have to give him one of the uh, one of the towels. We oh, yeah. made a towel for Howard's Hole. It says split line off road, but then it says flea rag. And we'll make sure you get one of those. Yeah. Sounds good. So if, you, uh, if you bring it over uh, after I get on the podium, so we're calling that already. Oh, okay. Um, there we go. If you bring it over. We'll take it up there. Hey, okay. hey, we're going to have about 200 of them. So, you know, if you need extra stuff to throw off the podium, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, those things are going to be gone All before right. they even get there. That's exactly. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> we're, we're giving them to the CEO of uh, Howard's Hole, and he's going to distribute them down there. So, oh it my ought, God. ought to be a good time. Yeah. So, if you see orange I'm towels. Looking, what color are they? Orange. Orange. Well, I guarantee you, by the time I exit Howard's Hold, I'm going to have them all over me. <laughs> Dude, like, you end up with flags, T-shirts, bras, beer cans. Like, you come out of there, like, just shaking stuff off of you. It's they're, they're playing volleyball down there this year. Did they're you know that? They're literally playing beach volleyball. 9 like, o'clock. Yeah. Big one. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. <laughs> Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had him on the show, and he was saying that they're going to walk down. They don't need the... They don't need the uh, uh, the chairlifts to take them down. They're going to walk down and they're going to be playing beach volleyball at 9 a.m. And supposedly Stu might may or may not be refing it from a tree stand. And so Liam's going to be playing. And, and Liam's going to be playing. He's already said it. So <laughs> oh it's my gosh. good good times. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. All right, well, Liam, are you racing Sunday? Yes. All right. Well, if I don't see you, good luck. Have Same fun to you. out there. Enjoy the uh, the slicked off rocks from the four wheelers. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Because <laughs> I know how slick it is. <laughs> yeah. No, good luck. Keep this uh, keep this ATV championship alive for us. Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, All right Walker. Uh, we'll talk to you Saturday, man. Sounds good. Good night, All guys. All right, buddy, later, man. Huh, that was unexpected, kind of. Yeah. Walker Surprise, Fowler. guys. Walker Fowler on the show. <laughs> We did. We weren't sure we could make it happen with being on the top of the mountain. So uh, uh, I told him that we would not advertise it. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, like the champion has come through. AT and T coming through. <laughs> so I didn't know he had AT and T before the phone call. So I thought there was a pretty no short shot and and yeah. heck that we might uh, actually get that to happen. So, so yeah. uh, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't get that on Friday up there. No, you ain't getting no phone calls up there. No, no. absolutely. Once they all. Conger, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get him. No, no absolutely. Him. <laughs> absolutely. So, Liam, uh, man, uh, you know, going into Snowshoe, uh, we talked about it towards the beginning of the show, but uh, you got to be excited about your own race. I mean, uh, you've been heating up throughout the season, and, uh, man, I'm just really excited to watch you and see and see what you do up there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm going up there to win, basically. Um, that's, I mean, I left the last – GNCC in the lead kind of deal, and um, I think I can go up there and win. I've got my first podium there, so I think it wins, wins in, wins in, in reach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, I have kind of a question. Like, you know, what kind of – do you feel like your riding is better and you're getting more confident, or do you feel like the confidence has brought your riding up? Because uh, we talk about a lot in the show with with a mindset and and the ability and uh, what do you what do you kind of lean on more? Yeah, I think uh, it's a lot of it's mindset. And uh, now my riding's up there. I mean, I was in a in a pretty big hole there for a while. I was 
not really enjoying it and and uh things like that with my knee and stuff like that and then i got back back up north here with my girlfriend and her two boys and um it just i you know i just found more fun in it and go to the track now and i enjoy it. and i've been working with uh denise hatch actually she's been uh it's been awesome so yeah i just love going racing again mm. and um uh, I feel like the confidence is is back, and I feel like I can win again. Yeah, because yeah. it's crazy to see what a what a like a change of a home life kind of does for somebody as a rider. Keith, are you Kiefer? No, I'm not <laughs> Kiefer. No, I I agree because especially for like me, I mean, I have zero family over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I see my dad for the first time in two and a half years at the Mason Dixon GNCC. Oh, wow. Sweet. So my girlfriend's got two boys, two younger boys, four and ten, and. Um, I mean, they love riding bikes and stuff like that. So I think it's it's good for me. I love being around kids and watching kids have fun. And so I think that's been a big part of it, being back home and not living in a camper every day. Yeah. yeah. Camper uh, camper life is rough. Yeah. It's rough. It gets miserable. It does. It, it's it's uh, uh, We've been doing it this year, and it's awesome to stay at the track. But, man, like, if you're doing it week in, week out, week in, it's – man it gets pretty rough yeah i like staying in the camper at the track but other than when that you spend it for four months of the year because you can't ride up here because of the snow mm-hmm. then you go to the track and then you go back to it it's yeah. kind of gets old yeah I, I leave that and then come straight home and then go to bed and wake up and do my uh, nine to five yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it's rough and then you, you know you don't the camper beds aren't as nice as uh the good old no. home bed you know so showers or oh yeah you know and you only got a short water supply so you're like right. trying to conserve the water <laughs> exactly and, and, you know we and we talk about like like uh we talk about we joke about like all the shenanigans with stew and everything but you know you're kind of a testament to where like we've seen a lot of guys that are just like moto 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 and and they kind of forget about everything else in the world where, you know, you were at Stu's, you're bow fishing, you're having a good time, you're kind of going out and kind of experiencing uh, nightlife a little bit. And I feel like you need a, a balance. Oh, and, for sure. and right now, you know, your, your, your girlfriend and the boys at home, like that's a different type of balance than late nights out on a boat bow fishing, but it's a balance nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is my job to race a dirt bike and, and ride and that but i mean you still gotta switch off of that and you can't look at a dirt bike every all day every day really right I mean, switching off and going watching the boys ride their dirt bike or build jumps in the backyard and things like that is is fun for me and gets my mind off of a dirt bike yeah no i'm sure and then uh, another thing that might get your mind off of a dirt bike is uh is golfing yeah are, are you ready for the tournament come friday oh yeah yeah my uh i've been playing a lot of golf lately actually <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i enjoy it it's something different it's uh it's an individual sport and it's very i mean you still got to think a lot on it so yeah it's good but yeah he was telling me before the show brandon he's got clubs fitted to him Ooh. it's custom clubs fitted them so man we're getting serious we're getting real say, serious, getting real serious. Yeah, i met a guy at a local a works race who works for tyler so oh, okay he got me hooked up that's sweet <laughs> what's your what do you, what's your handicap i don't know i should like 80 85 that's not okay. bad that's not bad that's not better than me way better than me better than it's me. fun it's something oh yeah it's yeah. really it's fun when it's going good it when is. it's going bad it's it's not enjoyable. what makes me so mad about that game is like i could be playing really good for like five holes and then the next five is like garbage it's like right. what 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 did i change all right you know that's why i get frustrated that's when you stop bringing the cooler out <laughs> 
Yeah, that fixes all the problems. <laughs> <It does>. <laughs> <laughs> Slows the swing down. Yeah. See, yeah. Swing lube. That's, yeah. what it, that's what we call it. Swing, swing lube. lube. Yeah. I like that. That's nice. Swing that's lube. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Adds a little lubrication to it. The, the pole's kind of taking a swing and ah, changes. What's the pole say? So for the bikes, right now, row one's 40%. 41 percent chance row two and three is 37 percent row four seven percent and row five is 15. i like that wow, seven. row five really yeah 15. really really took a tank did i don't know i don't know if people haven't been listening or if they just think uh they don't i think it's jordan trevor craig on row one jordan yes yeah trevor craig yeah that's Jordan. There's only three on road. Yeah, cause remember, because um, there's a hold. They hold a spot for Ben. Yeah, they they hold a spot for Ben. So that's four. Uh, so here is the. Hang on. The good old internet. Yeah, good old internet. Here we go. Uh, Kelly is not going to be there. Ashburn, Bollinger, Craig, so that's your and uh, Snodgrass mm. will be on. Will be on row one. Mm. So. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, I like that spot for you. I like that spot for you sitting on, sitting on row four. 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 That's that's a good I spot. I like it. I was on. I think I was on row three last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you said, like what we were talking about before. If you can get out and then just start catching people and. And I'm sure, it, like we talk about mental games. I'm sure it's a mental game for like, like the guys in front of you. If they see you behind them, they're like, "He's got me beat." Yeah, for so, sure. So well, they're constantly gonna. I think, even when I was on row three, there were people behind me, and I was constantly like waiting for them, like, like. Oh, here they are. Uh, okay. Yeah. And they're ahead of me. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, you're that. thinking about that stuff. Like, not yeah. – like, and you guys talk about how, you know, when Brandon Owen was on the show a few minutes ago, he talked about how, like, you see a helmet, you can go chase them down. Well, it's that much harder for a guy. It's like you're behind – like, somebody's behind you. It's like, well, I got to put 10 seconds on him. Yeah. That's tough. Sure. So, hopefully it's not too dry on them fire roads. Yeah, because so you can see a little bit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. So what's the sca- – so when you think of snowshoe, you think of, like, rough rocks, like, gnarly, almost like a almost like a hard enduro. But then you got those fire roads that are, like, pinned. Terrifying. Like, what's, what, so what's sketchier, the, the fire roads or, or the rough terrain? Oh, the fire roads for sure. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, especially when you put a lapper on there that has no clue which yeah. side of the road he wants to go on. Yeah. You always yeah. forget about those lappers. Yeah, that's one thing that we haven't touched on tonight that we typically we do, yeah. touch on a Listen, little bit is the lap traffic. Mason Dixon, I, it wasn't lappers. I, I was like row 16 or 17. I can't remember. I was pretty deep back, wasn't I? Yeah. And the whole first lap and a half, it, it was like. He raced the AM. I raced the AM. Better race PM. I am doing that three hour crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like a, literally like a train ride for the first lap and a half until people started pitting, and then you could actually start riding the track. Like I couldn't even like I'm like oh shoot there's a rut like I just went in a rut like I couldn't even see the rut coming. There's so many bikes. Yeah. I don't know how you no, guys do it. Yeah. It's some of them are great, and I mean, I try and give some of them that a good the thumbs up or yeah right. thank you, but some of them man. That, they look back and they want to race you, and it's like, dude, what are you? Was yeah. And yeah. then then they get mad because you've run their front wheel or <laughs> run them off a track or something. Dude, like when I when I heard Taylor Jones and them coming, I was just like, Meep. yeah. 
Right, go ahead, guys. And Braden, what what's the verdict? Because we've heard people say you can't hear them coming. Oh, I can you hear them. You can hear. <laughs> you can hear. You us. can hear them. Like, yeah. like literally, like yeah. I probably pulled over a little too soon, but I knew who was coming. Like, I you could just hear yeah. the sound of the bike. Yeah. When yeah. I got when I got lapped by by Walker and the boys, it was like you knew. You knew. Like, and the thing was, it was like, <clears throat> yeah, Walker might catch you by surprise. Like. A, a little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. Like, you still hear him coming. You're like, that doesn't sound like what I've been hearing all race. But then it's like, it's like, okay, you're, you should be on alert at that point mm-hmm. in time. Like, you know, you know, like guys like Liam are coming, right. you know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure that, uh, well, we had Ashburn on a while ago and he said something that kind of has stuck with me to where he said that there's times where he's almost completely stopped like panic revving or yelling and warning them because it's almost safer to pass them Without when they know. when that when they don't know you're coming yeah it's probably that's true because some of the time you come up and rev and then you'll go left and they'll go left mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I usually my motto is just if i hear you guys coming and i can't go anywhere i just stay where i'm at that's the best and you guys thing are just the fa- you guys are fast anyways you're gonna find the line you know yeah. what i mean so hold your line hold your best line. thing to do yeah that's what I usually do. That's my motto. I just stay in my line. Yeah. They're faster than me. They're, they're going to find we'll a better find line. A way. Yeah. 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 So that's what I always use. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's like, uh, that's got to be the t- one of the toughest things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that like it's become like a part of the strategy and like an obstacle that you have to deal with when it comes to racing. I it mean, is. on average, if you had to estimate how many guys are you lapping in a GNCC? <laughs> wow. Uh, Take just a stab in the dark. What? There's how many in the morning or any PM? Probably about four or five hundred. Yeah, so. easy. So probably about two fifty. Yeah, <laughs> two hundred and fifty people. I would say. I would See, say. easy. So okay, we're talking about like when we talk about these races and we talk about like well Liam made a pass on Snodgrass or whatever it may be like like you're thinking of like okay Liam you've made like two or three passes this this race but in reality like you have literally passed like hundreds of people. That while is, making the pass while your, making while racing and making the pass yeah. yeah yeah i mean it starts on lap two mm-hmm. and doesn't end all right yeah I, i'm surprised it took them as long as it did to catch me because like i said we were shoot it it felt like they were gone for like 30 minutes by the time i got to take off yeah they were gone for a while they were gone for a while i'm like oh shoot they're gonna catch me already well there has been times in the am race where i believe they that they have almost finished a first lap before before yeah. the last round, I think so. Iron Man, it happened. Yeah, too. Iron Man. I think that's why they started doing that extra class or whatever, yeah. or just splitting up the morning. But I think the mountains, the last mountain state I did, I think it was a mountain state. I came into the finish and it was leading, and I was going to get the checkered flag, and a lapper just like wanted to race me. <laughs> so I was like, all right, go for it. And he got got to that white flag, and the guy had the checkered flag next to him, and he was not happy. Like if I had, if he just let me go, he wouldn't have to do another right. lap. Listen, I was happy when they let me. I was yeah. like, I was like, I would be God. too. I was. My favorite is like when you're watching the live feed and you see people like kind of like slowly Slowing going up. through, yeah, like hanging out, like, like, uh, yeah. I I, I kind of want to see. I, I could have done another lap, but I didn't want to do another lap. No. <laughs> Florida, that happens a lot. You yeah. find them parked up. It's- how long do you actually go on snowshoe before you start lapping people though? Because you got, it's kind of like almost two laps yeah, in one. It's a little longer. Yeah. But still, yeah, it's still, you still find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure like sometimes they're buried up to their elbows and yeah. in awkward positions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I don't. How many rows do I mean? The rows go forever up oh, the mountain. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> every bit I of would it. Say. Yeah, because you, you know, if you're only doing what five deep, right? Yeah, five they, deep. They don't get any bigger as is they go. Is it ten right? seconds? I'm we, yeah, we've, we've I'm 100% said ten. Sure okay, 10 I hope seconds. so because we've said ten seconds every mm -hmm. uh, every, every show. Time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's ten seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a lot, yeah. a lot. It's crazy. So we have the poll results basically in. We have uh, um, um, we we've talked about it to death, but we haven't picked like our winners, Brandon, and we Ooh. haven't picked our rows. So I kind of want to know, like, like Liam, you can pick your winners uh, and who you think is going to like podium overall. Uh, if you want to, you don't have to. If you don't want to, uh, but what row do you think the win's going to come from this weekend at Snowshoe the overall uh, win. on the dirt bikes? Mm. He's like, I want to say row four. I yeah. want to say row four. Row four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think the XE one win is probably going to come from row one. Row one. Okay. Yeah. Well, right now it's a dead tie: forty percent row one and forty percent row two and three. I only had I can only which, had four spaces. Which so I had one? To, uh, which one's Ricky Russell on? Row two. Row two. I'm saying row two. Is he on row two? If he, yeah. I, well, is he? Yeah, row he's three? row two. Yeah, I yes, yes, I he's row two. Yeah. You got okay. Yeah, I like row two as well because mm -hmm. you got Strang should be on there. Also. You got Strang and Grant. Grant's been riding mm -hmm. really well lately. Yeah. So uh, I mean, uh, that's yeah. I, I say row two. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick row one because every time I want to ask for dry a row. and sketchy, Ricky's all about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ricky ain't scared to twist it. All right. And this is this is the only place he's ever won, right? Yeah. yeah but besides last, last week, week yeah. yeah. And Ricky or, Ricky felt like he he should have could have would have had a win at the John Penton as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of coming. I mean, he's coming off of a lot of mm -hmm. good race vibes and, yep. and uh, yeah I, I i agree i think ricky is is a uh, a definite favorite to win this race i mean i think when we had him on the show um right after the win at uh, at high point or mason dixon he um um i think i called it then that he was going to win snowshoe so <laughs> i think that's i, I think i'm going to go with ricky taking the overall mm -hmm. uh, in snowshoe uh i think i'm going to take the um, XC2 victory over here okay. as well. Yeah, because yeah. I mean it's been, it's kind of like Ricky. It's been boiling up though. Yeah. So he's been on my fantasy team. That's all I'm saying. I've had better picks than him. He's like not really. <laughs> well, let, so, him, let him pick, and I'll take the win. You just don't pick me. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, Rick, you know, I keep saying like Ricky Russell, and and if I can, and you said you, and I've been really, I swear Grant Baylor has been on the podium more than once this year, but. It feels like it, but I feel like Grant is in a good spot. He's been in a really good spot. Road he has. Two. He's been on the he's on the podium twice this year. Okay, twice. once in round five and round eight now. Okay, yeah. So I I don't know. I feel like I feel like a, a Baylor is going to win, but it, I don't think it's going to be Stu. I think I think it's going might be Grant. I don't know. I mean, okay. Do you think <laughs> Stu is in a is in three hour shape right now? No, I don't think Stu. I think Stu can grit out a podium. Mm -hmm. I don't think Stu can do the get the overall. He's probably gonna prove me wrong, <laughs> but the guys, I don't he's, understand listen, him. You can't like, count him out. Neither do I. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it for two years and still don't get it. Like we were afraid that that face was like a was a severe injury, oh, and it looked done. like it. And I was like. Like we had, I think we had Mikey Waynes on, yeah. like in um, at that point in time, and he was like really concerned about it as well. Yeah. And then it was almost like it just never happened. Just went away. He's just like Iron Man or something. I just don't get Stu in 
in general. I mean, if you brought him in this room right now and, and you had two guesses on what he did for a sport, right. there would be no way you'd guess he'd well, be a motorbike That's driver. what I was going to say. I was like, if you <laughs> see him, he doesn't look like he would be able to run the three-hour race. No. No I offense, mean, you'd do. be going no football offense. or ice hockey. Right. Yeah, no offense, do. I mean, you do your thing. I think he takes it as a compliment, though. Oh, he does. I'm, uh, <laughs> we can bash him all night I, I'm on the big boy side, okay? I, I, I like to support the big guy side. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like when I first saw Stu, I was like, that guy's XC1 winner? Like, what? Yeah. That? yeah. It's wild. Right. It's wild. Uh, Bill Morris is calling Ricky for the win, and he's saying that Liam's speed is crazy fast right now, which okay. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So we're, we're not going to – we don't want to pump you up too much on the show. <laughs> We're gonna let you do it on the uh, at Snowshoe this weekend. Yeah, hand some uh, flea rags out. There Heck we go, yeah, man. There we go. Hand some yeah. flea rags. Hope, oh my God, if they don't come, <laughs> I'm gonna go. listen. I'm blaming it on you, but I don't know. No, I'm gonna call tomorrow, and if they're not on the way by tomorrow, I'm going to say overnight it at any cost. <laughs> we right. need them. <laughs> we need yeah. them now. Yeah, we need them now. We need them now. Okay, so um, ATVs. Uh, who do you think will take the ATV overall? Man, I, I hope Walker takes it just to uh, throw, throw a spanner in there yeah. Oh, yeah. to keep it alive. And I think he will. I think he, Walker's pretty smart. And, and winner, he has to win, I think, to, yeah. to keep it alive. So he's probably going to. And Bryson may be on the safer side and not try and trash his ATV through the rocks and mm-hmm. keep the points and go into summer break healthy. Man, yeah. that's one thing. Like, we've never seen Bryson in a position to where he – can, can back it down. Can back it down. Yeah. So it's interesting to see, like, we actually talked about that before the Mount Morris race. Like, will Bryson back it down now that he has a solid lead? And he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. No. He, he pushed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and we've talked about this before. Like, <clears throat> um, his program has been just him and his dad for so many years. And then this year he has uh, the Magna One the Magna one team behind him. So we got to think that that's got to be an added confidence boosted. But, like, at the same time, like, even the best machines, you know, you're putting them through a heck of a beating. Oh, yeah. Especially so, at Snowshoe. Right. Especially at Snowshoe. And, and that's what I've always said. I mean, Bryson can ride the freaking wheels off that thing. There's no doubt about it. He is so fast. But will he push it to where he will break it? Right. Just to try to keep up with Walker, or will he be smart enough to be like, okay? And will Walker try to push the pace to right. see if push he can him, push him yeah. over the limit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's very it's all mind games. We know we well, he's definitely games. a pro racer. We've raced a little bit. We all played mind games with everybody. It's, yeah, it's abs- a mind game. It's Absolutely. all mind games. And how about the poise of Walker? Like coming on the show, like. Dude, the dude is just like we've never seen him in this position before, and you couldn't you couldn't tell by talking to him. No. He, he's steady Eddie, and um, I think that he uh, I, I think that this mountain is you know they call it McGill's Mountain, but like Walker, we'll see after this weekend. We'll see after this weekend. Yeah, you might have to rename it. If if <laughs> Some, somebody might somebody else might be putting how their how crazy uh, would it be if McGill just came out and just won it <laughs> and just like I don't know. I probably wouldn't have to worry about racing. <laughs> Because <laughs> that'd still be partying. The the SWAT team would show up yeah. and uh, have be ever, shut down. Have you ever raced through force that's been on fire? No. <laughs> no, but I've been on fire at a New East Coast. <laughs> oh, geez, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear this story. So uh, yeah, I raced the New East Coast and uh, I had like a four minute lead. Uh, it was super muddy. Ricky Russell was there. Cole Whitmer, my girlfriend was there, and I come in. I got fueled and 
I think Ricky was feeling me or Cole. And they pulled it out and it stuck. Drowned me. Drowned me and my bike. And I'm like, Ricky's like, just, just wait a second for it to evaporate. You'll be good. So I waited like 30 seconds and I hit the starter button and it just went, whoa. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Straight up underneath my helmet. I'm on fire. I jumped off. And I'm like standing there like looking at myself on fire and my bike. And I'm like, they teach you in school to stop, drop, and roll, but I can assure you, when you're on fire, that is the last thing you think of. <laughs> my girlfriend's over there screaming at me, get on the ground, stop, drop, and roll. And I'm rolling down the hill, and we didn't have a fire extinguisher. And luckily, Tyler Branoff's dad was like three pits up from us, came running down and was spraying me. And then. With a fire extinguisher? Yeah. And then. Oh, I, my God. I got put out, and uh, I look out, my bike's still on fire. I mean. And the dump can, they just dropped it, and it was still leaking. So the dump can was still pouring more fire Jeez. on my bike. So we got that out, and uh, they found another fire extinguisher. And I was like, oh, that bike's, that bike's going to burn. Yeah. And another guy came over, and they put it out. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, it trashed everything. All yeah. the wiring and everything. Yeah, yeah. wiring, plastic. Did you get burnt at all? Like, like bad <laughs> no. burns? Really? Wow. No. I know. Uh, That's a testament to that gear. <laughs> yeah. Gear you were yeah. The uh, Tyler Palmer had the same thing at a Mideast two weeks ago, and he got burnt badly. He's had to have surgeries and everything. Oof, yeah. See, that's always scary. It is. And then you see people like like myself back in the day using milk jugs and like yeah. just like all of the all of the sketchy stuff. Have you seen? I'm, I'm sure you've seen like some of the homemade like PVC yeah. dump yeah. cans. Can and, you like, imagine if like that happened at a GNCC and it really went out? Like, oh yeah, there'd be no stopping those semis. No, no, just there's no. that much race gas around. It's yeah, a lot of VP. There'd be a lot of people driving their RVs into it, <laughs> claiming it. <laughs> Oops, in <laughs> shorts. Yeah, please get me out of this. Uh... Could you imagine how how much money and just fuel costs being burned up? <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you're taking Walker for the win. Um, I'm also going to take Walker for the win. I think that this is Walker's house. I think that, you know, we've heard people say like, is Bryson in his head? Is he is he is he rattled? I don't. I don't think he's rattled. Once you talk to him, it doesn't seem like it. You can't. No. Yeah. Walker keeps to himself, like he said about trying to get his knee down secretly and mm -hmm. just hobble around and not tell no one. Dude, you can't see it. You can't find that guy before a race. No. You cannot find him. I don't know where he's at, but he is not to be found. Stu's the same way. Really? Can't find Stu can't before find a race. Stu. Stu will show up as the <clears throat> horns go in 30 minutes and decide to get in his gear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the funny thing. I've seen so many guys like walking around like before the race, like in the street clothes. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, when yeah. are you going to get ready? But like, no, you're right. Like, Walker does keep to himself during the, during the race day. And, man, I tell you what, somebody like him is so mentally strong. When you – like, after talking to him tonight, and we've talked to him off the show, um, he's just like, you know, it is what it is right now, and I got to do what I got to do. And um, 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 it's – it's pretty cool to see somebody to be able to handle the 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 adversity and the, and with such poise. So uh, I like Walker for the win yeah. this weekend. Um, man, uh, I don't want to go with Walker. I don't want to go with Bryson. He's going Hunter. He's going. I was thinking Hunter, but I'm. <laughs> I was also thinking Devin Feehan. Uh, Devin's a good pick. Hunter. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hunter. Hunter. Uh, he's looking for a rebound after the last race. Um, it was a first thought, but I'm like, you know what, Devin? Devin's been on, got on the podium last week. He's yeah. mentally strong. He, you know, he's coming up through, and 
And what He's was fast. impressive about his ride last last round was is he he ran up and passed those guys like mm-hmm. it wasn't given to him by any means. He was like mm-hmm. he was like in seventh or eighth and like every time I saw him coming through, it was just clicking off yeah. a little bit more, a little bit more. And you talk about somebody that's in that's in like good shape, tip top yeah. shape. It's and it's uh, it's Devin. So I. I yeah. Dude, this would be a heck of a place to get your first win. Yeah. Has uh, has Hunter Hart ever got a got an XE one win yet? He has two. Two, right? Oh, he yeah. does. He has the real money. Oh yeah, the he has the Iron Man money mm-hmm. one. The Iron Man money one. He didn't even one. know he won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then last year, which one did he win? Do you remember? I don't Ooh. remember. Man, I don't. I don't. Right off the top of my head, I uh, don't. You remember. talk about somebody that, like, right now, like he's kind of disappointed with how his mm. season's going. I know that we, you know, we we talked to him after the race at uh, at High Point, and it's just kind of like, like he expects more of himself, but he's still pretty young. Like oh, he's yeah. still like that. He's still like the next generation, I believe, coming. Mm. Um, and uh, um, you know, with somebody like him, you got to think that like. Confidence plays a huge role in his uh, in his camp, and uh, um, like like Walker said, he had a really good race up here last year. So uh, oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, you know, they were one two, weren't they? Yeah. Yes, they yeah. were, it was uh, him. Um, it was Walker, uh, Hunter, McGill. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Where do where do you th- do you think McGill will get on the podium this year? That's no shoe. I hear he might be a little bit under the weather. I'm not sure. If that's, he doesn't, he'll be at Howitz Hall. Just parked <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he, he's been known to do that. Yeah, he, he'll yeah. just park it at Howard's Hole and, and play volleyball. <laughs> right. Oh, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun weekend. Um, um, I'll see you out on the golf course. Maybe I'm going to try to get down there and play. Are you allowed to play? Huh? Are you allowed to play? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I, when I text you if you wanted to play, I wasn't joking. Oh. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's in like it, it's to support the ISDE team, uh-huh, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of open to everybody. Um, Is it a four-man scramble, two-man scramble? Four, four-man. Four. Yeah. So you you need two more people, right? Well, I think uh, Lancaster. Oh, Mike's gonna play with you. Yeah. Mm. And then maybe somebody else. Yeah. Or maybe Brandon. Nah, I don't think I can make it. Okay. I got work. Unfortunately, I got to work. You know. Yeah. Well, you know. You get that sometimes, but you'll yeah. be you'll be up there early yeah, Saturday I'll, I'll morning. Yeah, I'll be up there Saturday morning. Yep. Okay. Yep. We'll try to catch you Saturday morning yeah. before you uh, go down to play volleyball. <laughs> right. Like you go have like the the um, the fanny pack and the neon oh, shorts. Oh yeah. And we got a real deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do it, this, you got to wear like the Chase Sexton uh, Oakley. Uh, what do you think of those? Those big old things. Like, <laughs> well, I'm an Oakley, right? Like supported by Oakley, right. so. I mean, okay. they're okay. They're, like, they're I can see you maybe cycle if you're out <clears throat> cycling. Maybe you get a little. Yeah. But to wear them, like, say, if you just showed up somewhere and had them on, I don't know. I don't know if you – I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, I couldn't pull them off. He might be able to pull them off. <coughs> oh, man, I appreciate it. That's a compliment. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Either, either that's a compliment. He can pull them off on the golf course. There yeah, you go. there we go. There we go. <laughs> it, it, they'll they'll uh, take the distraction away from my terrible-looking swing, right? <laughs> Something's got to do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, we have a question. Uh, uh, ask Liam about Michael Ray. Oh, I went to a Michael Ray concert and then started racing good, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Before all these podiums, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, whatever. You Are you superstitious at all? Like, do you have, like, do you put your right sock on first? Uh, no, I'm not Not something like that. Um, no, not no. really. No? So, you mean, so you just listen to Michael Ray all latest no, issue? No, I did <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. if you see him on the line like yeah, this, right. it's like, is that it's Michael, Michael Ray pumping? Michael <laughs> yeah. No, not quite. Uh, <laughs> I just went to a concert and then uh, then got a podium the next weekend, so, uh, they, so they think it's funny. It loosened you up. All right. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep loose, man. You got to keep loose. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, this has been a good show, Liam. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. You've officially been a part of our longest show to date. Wow. So Sorry about that. I'm <laughs> sorry for the torture. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. This was a stellar lineup that it we was. had today. You, Liam in studio. We had Stu on the line. Mm-hmm. We had the CEO of Howard's Hole <laughs> call in. <laughs> Yep. We had Brandon Owens, XC2 winner. Yep. Walker Fowler. I mean, yeah. shoot, man, how are we going to top this one off? Uh, I guess KR. <sighs> Dude, hey, this KR. This KR. Hey, Ricky and Craig DeLong are in town, so oh, okay. get him down here. Get him yeah, down there. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, uh, Again, man, thanks for coming in. Uh, we appreciate your your time tonight. You've dealt with the the hot and cold. Uh, At least you had cold. You, last two shows has been straight straight fire. hot. Just I think we fire. can. I think we can. Like, uh, I guess just when somebody's on the line, we can't be running it. I guess not. That's kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, better bring back the Arctic works. fan. It works. It's already cool, a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah, it is. You see how hot it got really uh-huh. quick. That insulation doesn't keep cool in. I told you not to insulate it. Yeah, exactly. He told me. He told me. <laughs> so, uh, Liam, is there anything else you want to say before we jump off here? No, it just uh, it's good to be a part of it. Yeah, it's man, cool to it's come fun. Down. It's fun. No, we're we're excited. Uh, this thing uh, has grown pretty well. Yeah. We're, we're we're working on it. We're working on it. You know, when we first started out, it was just you know the moms listening and. Yep. And uh, we just thought it would be cool. Our wives didn't even listen at that point. No, it was didn't. like our mom. Yeah. Our, our wives, legit, they legit said, like, we hear you guys talk enough. Like, why would we yeah. Why would we spend yeah. this time listening to you guys and talk? Especially about racing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, Brandon, you uh, ready to it's, do it? It's that, uh, it's that time again. It's that time again. All right, man. Yeah, man. Uh, guys, if you want to support us, uh, support our sponsors because – Play fantasy. Yeah. Oh. I forgot to say that. Oh, yes. Play fantasy. You know why? Because this weekend, if you just sign up. Put split us line a, fantasy. Split line fantasy. If you just send us a team, you could win a XC Gear Mako 360 clamp. What is that, like 400 bucks? 300 Yeah, I think so. Something like that? Definitely worth it. How good is that clamp? It's good. It's yeah, really, yeah. really good. Yeah. So... That's a huge prize, and all you yeah. got to do is just throw us six names. And you have, like, one in 100 chance to win it. Yeah. That's one, you, have mean, a, you have 1% chance to win that. <laughs> that's, 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 a pretty, that's a pretty good percent. And we're going to – okay, you have better than that because we're going to make sure that um, – we're going to make sure that uh, somebody doesn't win it twice because <laughs> nobody needs two of them right, <laughs> right. now for exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you've already won, your name's already out, out of my, uh, my little Randomizer. Mixer, randomizer. Yeah. So, listen, sign up for that. Um, also, if you're the overall winner, so you could win a Mako 360, possibly. And then if you're the over, overall winner, a chain, a Sunstar chain and sprocket kit. Yeah. It's pretty valuable Another as well. Another $200. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's over $500 worth of prizes this week. If this you week. This week. Wow. Are we, we got, like, are we like, um, Oprah? Oprah? Oprah. You get a prize. You get a get prize. prize. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. It works. Yeah, it works. exactly. So listen, if you guys want to keep uh, the prizes coming, go support these guys that, that I'm getting ready to announce. Uh, Guts Racing Seat Covers are the best. Greg's, Greg over there, he's awesome. They can do pretty much anything for you. Seat foam, custom seats. Uh, 
you can customize them easy collars um anything like that so go support them they're awesome um i think the whole husky rockstar team runs yeah. them so yeah so go over and check them out seal savers if you want to save 25 percent off it's a capital s split line yep and uh, you'll save 25 percent off anything that you buy from them uh protect your forks protect your springs um hand palms foot savers watches anything you have that you want protection go check them out mason over there is awesome um they're like like 21 years and 21 years in the business protecting seals top fork seal protection right yep and uh who's else do you Oh, Sunstar. I didn't do Sunstar yet. Well, yeah, Sunstar. Sun, the uh, best. Doug Kirk's watching Sunstar, up, Sun, Sunstar Squad. That's right. He's the man. If you guys, guys need... If you guys need anything. If you guys need anything, Doug Kirk is your guy. He is the guy for Sunstar Chain and Sprockets for sure. Um, they are awesome. 30%? Split line 30. Split line 30 for 30% off. I mean, that's like getting sponsored these days. It pretty much is like, <laughs> it pretty it much is. Is like getting sponsored. It's like getting a sponsorship. Yeah. So, guys, get over there and help hook them up awesome gear i mean awesome chains awesome sprockets they last forever you can put them through the mud you can put them through the sand and you can put them through snowshoe and it'll get you through absolutely so hook them up once oh, you get all once mount you get state. all that on your bike yes get once you get all that on your bike go run some mountain state hair scrambles guys because uh you're going to need it all <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely those, those tracks are no they joke are. Right? no they're not no, they're uh, they're no joke i would rather go run a whole GNCC, then run a Mountain State or but, a local series. Not not in just a Mountain State, but Richie, you guys, man, they put some technical tracks together. Yeah. And they see Brandon. Brandon kind of a lazy rider sometimes, right? <sighs> Listen, I'm a motocross. I'm a motocross you're guy. About, I went to the you're, woods, talking about right? fi- you're talking about fire roads. He right. he was I'm like a, drooling over here. Fire right. roads. I'm a motor. <laughs> I'm a ATV motocross guy that went to dirt bikes and went to the woods. No chance at all. <laughs> I think Howard's Hole should be like the the full life of GNCC. Yeah, like that tough. Just that tough. No roads. No roads. Just all. Yeah. yeah. Just I'll, all I'll be on the side just to give me that golf clap. All right. He's doing good. <laughs> 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 no, guys. Seriously, support these sponsors. Um, they're awesome. Um, we wouldn't be in the sweat box if it wasn't for them. When so. you're at the Mountain State race, make sure you grab a split line T-shirt. This one right here is going to be at their merchandise booth yep. throughout the season. So make sure. And if you- you're at Snowshoe, we should have some. Towels and, and the towels are free. So once the they're gone, guys. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. I'm sorry. Unless you guys like them that much, then we might have to order them again, and we we can't give them to you for free again. Right. That was all of our that was all of our piggy bank right there. <laughs> <laughs> towels so, aren't cheap, guys. Is that it? That's it. Liam, thanks again for coming yeah, in, man. buddy. Appreciate no it. Thank you. Big thanks to, again, all of our sponsors, Liam, for coming in, Stu Bader for coming on the yep. show, Brandon Owens for coming on the show. Um, we got to thank, obviously, Walker Fowler for, for making a pit stop and coming on the show tonight. <laughs> uh, great show. Great Episode show. 81. Snowshoe time, guys. Let's right. go. All, All right, guys. Soul. We're out. Peace. So you have to drive back to Waynesburg tonight?
Everything that brought me alive Going wrong like nonsense Playing with the monsters They brought me alive But God knows I love Playing with the monsters